All right, and we are live. Welcome to the Iron Lords Podcast, episode number 62. And it's another glorious Sunday, and we are back at the round table on the Lord's Day. And happy Matriarch's Day. All the moms out there in the realm, we salute you all. We've got Walmart leaks and Sony E3 plans, Nintendo Switch Online plans, Destiny 2 Warmind, phasing out base consoles, Microsoft Quadruple A studios, and days going to discuss. So we're going to get right into it. Let's introduce the four horsemen and those usual suspects at the round table. My co-host with the co-most, my brother from another mother, the difficult game conqueror, and the how of the young wolf. My man, Lord Attic, how you doing, sir? Doing pretty good. Uh, thanks, everyone, for coming out. Yeah, man. Oh, that energy's late. <laughs> Feeling better. <laughs> I was, that, that man sound like he off some sickness. I, I like that. <laughs> no doubt. And, of course, we have our most technical gaming lord. The solo gamer who lives for the single-player selfish experience. And also, the Sostradamus. Mr. Offline Profile Illuminati himself. My man, Lord Sovereign, how you doing, sir? I'm doing all right. (laughs) Could be better. Could be better. (coughs) Could have a little more energy. Could have had a little more sleep. But, you know. I'm I hear you, man. Well, listen, first of all, for you to even be in the spot <laughs> after what you've been going through. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, you know, yeah, <laughs> Run, running on fumes, man. <laughs> I hear you, man. I, and I appreciate you, bro. You already know that. You know, say thank you for everybody coming through on this glorious mo- Mother's Day. <laughs> and of course, we have the incredible Hulk of this, aka Ooh. the Excess Gamer. Ooh. The Lord of Combat Sports was a man of his convictions. The man's nothing less than the premium experience and is the get money gamer. Ooh. Beloved Lord King. How you doing, sir? I'm doing incredibly great. I ain't even gonna front. I ain't even gonna front. I ain't even gonna front. I am so happy for what transpired last night. <laughs> Shout out to HBO. We're trying to make a star. Hey, did y'all tune in to trying to make a star with uh, Jorge Linares versus Vasily Lomachenko? Supposed to be <laughs> the new uh, hot butters. This is the fresh. This is the one that they're telling you. It's supposed to be the heir apparent to anything Floyd Money Mayweather has oh, ever built or really? anybody. Yes, this guy is supposed to be the bee's knees of this. Okay. This man is supposed to be the second coming. Mm-hmm. How you gonna be the second coming with a loss though? That's the question I gotta say. I said you're not the second coming of anything. You're the second coming of the loss. What no. we looking for is the second loss coming. That's what we looking for. Did we take, um, the, the, take the L? He's supposed to, he had all. No, this no, thing. no. Yes, listen. He had the L going into the Jizzoin yesterday, yeah. but they still. Oh my God, he's the Matrix. He's the Matrix. <laughs> His skills is unparalleled. <laughs> listen, you have two type of promoters, right? Mm-hmm. You have the promoter. That's like Eddie Snake Oil Salesman Herms, who will go and get somebody and build them up and feed them steady, constant food of garbage, mm-hmm. right? And Bob Arum fits in that same mold. Bob Arum is mm-hmm. Lomachenko's uh, manager, uh, okay. promoter. He also promotes Manny Pacquiao. Now, mm-hmm. what they would do is take a guy, invest, mm-hmm. let's say, $50 million into one guy, right? Mm-hmm. And in that $50 million, 
they pay him more than they pay the other fighters that's in their stable. Mm-hmm. And they feed him those fighters as they get older. Mm-hmm. They already have a name, and they feed him that person. And mm-hmm. they know if this person had an injury when they was training or mm-hmm. whatever. And you won't know this stuff, but that person will go around beating these dudes, and you would think, "Oh my God, he is so incredible." He's the illest dude alive, and they bill him as the hottest, latest butters. Mm-hmm. Then you also have a promoter or manager like uh, Mayweather's promoter and manager, um, he who shall not be known. He who right? Let's say Ellaby. Let's, let's, let's put Ellaby there, right? No doubt. And then what they do is they get a whole stable of guys, and they pay everybody equally. Mm. And it's like Barton Camp. And it's like uh, how you uh, uh, steel sharpen steel. Okay. Right? Right, right. So in that kind of camp, everybody gets paid at least $2 million or whatever. Mm-hmm. And may the best man win. Yeah. And going through, you actually see com- competition and these people actually growing. So you see um, Sean Porter versus Adrian Broner. You mm-hmm. see these top fights. And then you can actually get a basis of how good your mm-hmm. fighter is mm-hmm. by him fighting still, sharpening still. And even if they do take a loss, you understand that they fought the best in getting that loss. Mm-hmm. Right? Okay. So you can feel comfortable in your guy if your guy actually runs through a squad of hot dudes. Right. Now, we have Vicente Lomachenko last night. And he went up against Jorge Elcato. Lenares. You know mm-hmm. El Gato, right, Sovereign? You know about the Gato. They I call know, him I don't the, know about the Gato, but whatever. They call, listen, they call him the cat. I just like because, the guy like about him. Yo, listen, they, they, they call this man the cat because he's so agile on his feet mm-hmm. and he is so nice with his hands, mm-hmm. right? But he's underpowered. This is his knots. He's mm-hmm. underpowered and mm-hmm. maybe his face might give out on him. <laughs> Okay. Okay. Like, take, okay. Yeah, he, exactly. He may take too many shots and his face give out. All right. So they put uh Vasily Lomo the Matrix uh Chenko in there with El Gato. And El Gato was handling dude. First, I gave him the first round, I gave him the second round, I gave him the sixth round, and I gave him the ninth round. He got knocked out in the tenth round. But in the sixth round. Vasily Lomo, I'm so hot. Chinko got mm. caught with a straight right hand and put him down on his butt. Oh, wow. That let me know one thing. If you in there with a real dude, That's what's if up. you in there with a, a real dude, he's going to put you away with that one shot to the face. It was a clean shot to the face. Don't mm. be fooled by what y'all saw. That's HBO crap going at it again. Showtime had nothing <laughs> to do with yesterday. I this is HBO. <laughs> Thank you. Um, I just wanted y'all to understand it was a good fight. Mm-hmm. But how they set up fighters. And if you feel good about your fighter, you got to know that he can get in there with anyone in the world at any time. Mm-hmm. Can't feel good about that guy. That guy yeah. did not pass the smell test. Yeah. So we had that. that so that was that was that for, for HBO uh, boxing last night? El Stinko. <laughs> not the premium show. You get, you get the Nano from the king. Ah, you stupid! <laughs> yeah, off. Did you uh catch uh, any UFC? I, I I didn't catch it live, but I did see a little bit this morning, and I saw. <laughs> oh Lord, did I! <laughs> I never in my life mm-hmm. would I think that a fighter would get caught 
<laughs> in his career. Yes. With the same, same. kick. Lord Attic, you would appreciate this one. I know the combat sports is not your thing no more these days. But Lord Attic, you would appreciate this because we grew up the Anderson Silva fans, right? <laughs> so we know that his famous knockout, one of his famous knockouts, is the front kick to Vito Belfer's face. Uh -huh. <laughs> they actually made the cover. Did they make the cover of a UFC game? Yeah. Oh, hold on. Hold on. We got oh, Lord Fonzarelli in the building. Oh, oh yeah, Fonz. Let's go. Right on time. Right on time for the USD. Lord Fonz, how you doing, sir? Hey, what's going on, guys? Absolutely. Did you uh, catch the UFC last night? Oh, yeah. Catch the UFC. <laughs> Of, uh, we're just about to get into that to that card. We're, we're talking about the uh, Vito Belfort, uh, Leo Tomachita card. Did uh, mm. did you see that, sir? Yeah, you know, I saw that. Uh, you know, Leo Tomachita, or I should say, Vitor Belfort hasn't learned anything from. <laughs> <laughs> How how crazy is that to get knocked out with the same style front kick, the same positioning technique? Have you not evolved? <laughs> like what is going on? And that and that is the problem when you have the geriatric league, you know. And that, <laughs> Thank you. Bellator awaits. Bellator I just think, you know, look, you know, you get to a certain age and, you know, it's, it's time to hang up the gloves, yeah. hang them up. And, uh, you know, for Vitor, you know, he's never been the same since he's been off TRT, you know. Facts. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you. I was just about to go there. Mm -hmm. A lot of these dudes relied heavily on, you know, steroids and stuff back in the day. And uh, mm -hmm. now that the, um, you know, UFC's cracking down on that, uh, mm -hmm. some of these guys can hang. Yeah, it, it's facts. I mean, it, it extended careers. And let's be real, like uh, Vitor had a run, you know, during the TRT phase that for his age group. Because, I mean, Vitor's been around a long time. I remember Vitor, the phenom, when they was calling him the phenom, I 19 years old. And he was like drugs. a Tyson back in the day, right? And yep. this kid just stormed the league. He's been around a long time. And just to see, like I said, he had that downside. Then he kind of had this crazy upswing during the TRT era, and everybody was like, oh, come on, bro. We know something's going on. Oh, Jack, man, that guy had muscles upon muscles. It was ridiculous. He <laughs> <laughs> stepped in the ring, you're like, whoa, look at that. He getting in there. <laughs> but no, he was susceptible to that front kick, though. Everybody found out his weakness was the tiger uppercut. <laughs> that's the thing you got you got these two older dudes that you know they're both on an even keel here and you think mm -hmm. it's going to be a better fight and maybe a better outcome for vitor here because mm -hmm. let's face it you know leota hasn't been the same either yeah, you know good point, good point. but but mm -hmm. that that kick was so fast man i gotta Oof. say it was faster than the front kick that silva threw yep. you know? yes, yeah yes it was now here's the, here's the point i think we we missing one point did y'all see the after effect that he just stood, stood there oh, <laughs> he didn't know whether to be disrespectful or or, re or like like have reverence for him so he yeah because this was his, like, it was in brazil so this was the brazilian showcase and to see him just show that restraint and then just bow to him like like I buried the legend. He killed him. He thought he killed him. <laughs> it's like he killed him and then he just said respect. Like like you know King. Remember when we used to watch the old couple? Yes. I when saw it. Bruce, I, I Bruce saw Lee it. Put the, Bruce Lee put the thing over the thing over Chuck Norris' body. Yes. 
that's how it felt to me. It felt like he killed the legend. And well, that was, my humble so that was it for him, hopefully, because financially, these guys have to fight in these geriatric leagues. This is what I've been talking about for a long time. These mm -hmm. boxers don't have, uh, and these UFC fighters, combat sports in general, don't have managers. They like going to a community college, right? And they don't have the financial advisors and stuff like that for people to advise them mm -hmm. to save their money, to invest in these properties, to do this, to do this smart way and set up a 401k plan for when this is over, because this is going to be over. Mm -hmm. What we saw last night was an exclamation point on somebody's career. <laughs> <laughs> and it was so sad. Did he stand out other Lord Fawn from the, from the fights from the fights last night? Because I got one from Bellator. But I want to finish up yours. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, did you guys talk about the 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 rest of the card? We have not. Oh, Amanda Nunes. Okay, now. Amanda Nunes. Yeah, and and here's the thing about Amanda Nunes. Uh, last night, um, to me, it seemed like kind of an off night for her, but it was yes. a good yeah. night for her. You Absolutely know what I'm saying? Was. She, she didn't look as good as a, as sharp as she wants. As she usually does, and. Uh, I think Pennington just had no business in there to begin with. And when she basically went to the corner and said, no mas, her corner should have listened. There's a big controversy right now. When she came out that last round and her corner, she went to her corner says, no, I'm done. Yeah. And, they were like, come on, go back out there. And it is a big point of contention, Love Fonz. Now, where are you at with that? Because I'm seeing some of the community saying like, hey, you have to listen to the fighter. The fighter doesn't want to go anymore. You throw the towel. And then I'm hearing the fighters saying, hey, I would want my corner. Like Misha Tate was like, I would want my corner to do that, to get me out there, to give it that last whatever. Like, What's your feeling on that whole thing? You know, as far as a corner man, Love Fonz? Okay, here's, here's the thing. I, th I think this fight is going to be the fight that signifies ba basically that, that, that puts it out there that maybe the fighter should be listened to a bit more because mm. what happened when she went back out there? Oh right? my gosh, she she nose her, broke her nose is broken already. She had she knew it was shattered, she was in a lot of pain, but you but know, did you see the amount of blood that came out after yeah, yeah. it just oh, oh god. Yeah. But anyway, I, I just think that she knew she knew she was done and, and, yeah. and push her out there like that, mm -hmm. um, especially up against Nunez. <laughs> Come on. Like Pennington, yeah. again, she had no business in there. Yeah. Um, but that said, that said, though, she should have stood with her, though. She should have. No, yeah. listen, going as a fighter. Nunes, going back to Amanda Nunez, like having an off night. In the beginning, like she traded blows with her, and it, it seemed like at the very least she would be able to stand with Nunes, which really nobody can do. At the beginning, at the beginning, yeah. and then it, towards the end, at the last couple of rounds, those perfectly timed knees, those combinations Nunes was putting on her, it was over. It was yeah. over. You yeah. saw the the writing on the wall. And yeah. I just think that um, you know, he, at, at that, I, I saw it happening. And she said, nah, I, you know, I knew watching the fight. Um, I, I love Amanda Nunes. I'm sorry. And what y'all saw when they was trading in the beginning, like y'all probably thought it was something even what I, I didn't see that. I saw give ground. Mm -hmm. And when I seen give ground, I say, OK, this is going to be the tempo of the fight. Mm -hmm. And then it just started out as, OK, you said even then she gave ground and then she come in and she keep giving ground. When you give ground mentally, you're breaking down. When she went to her corner and told him, yo, I'm done, it's a wrap, 
it should be something in place that the fighter can say, well, they've done it in boxing, you know, mm. um, no mas. I'm yeah. it's, it's a rap right here. I'm not going, I don't care what these dudes is talking about. Um, and it would have saved her face from explosion because <laughs> her face had entered explosion mode. And when, yo, it was so scary that to see that much blood, mm -hmm. and I'm not going to say just because it's a female, but it's female fighting. Um, we are protective by nature over females. It doesn't matter. That's how it is. Mm -hmm. And to see her face explode that much and then to hear her say mm -hmm. prior, yo, I don't want to go back out there. She <laughs> took headshots, her face exploded, and that would have never happened had her corner cared a little bit more. Mm -hmm. I, I knew she wasn't in it. And mentally, once you check out, you check out. <laughs> and I would say once she says she's done her mind wasn't there no matter what like she went out there and, and tried to go through the motions but she was mentally done like it was no all she wanted to do was defend herself and find a way out of there <laughs> and, and the problem is you know you have Amanda Nunes uh, coming into this, this fight she was 24 and uh, 6 mm -hmm. and you got, and, and Pennington was 9 and 5 and yeah. she, the last time she fought was 2016 why was this girl there? That is my whole point to this. Like, it makes no sense. And um, I don't know what transpired there. What what made the UFC say, hey, Pennington's next in line? You know, yeah, I, I think, honestly, because the what you call thing fell through because they were trying to get the cyborg fight with her. Right. And I think for whatever reason, I don't know, you know, that, that fell through or whatever. That's, then this kind of came up. But that's, let's be honest, real, real. Like, that's the fight people want to see. Right. Oh, that's, yeah. That's the feeding that I told you. You yeah, feed absolutely. fighters, other fighters, and mm -hmm. they sometimes they're not capable of being in that same ring with that other fighter, and detrimental mm -hmm. things like this happen. Yeah. So let's move on. Um, we had uh, also on the card we had what was what was we had Alphonse? We had a uh, Jacare Souza versus yes, Castellan. Yes. He's my new dude, Jacare. Yeah, Jacare. I got the the boogaloo. Yeah, I know this is this is true, but I like him though. I like him. Jacare's like his lungs. His lungs are not right, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. the old guard, man. The old guard. I mean, Kelvin put on a good show. Dropped him, I believe, in a second. And um, yeah, I mean, he had a pretty strong performance. He's talking about now that he's going to hold out until he gets a title shot. What do you feel about that, Fonz? Um, I think he's deserving of a title shot. He's he's been fighting for a little while now, a few years, and he's he's got some good names under his belt. And uh, I think that uh, this fight against Jacare was a, a good test because honestly, once Jacare usually gets people down on the ground, man, like dude, that dude is great. He's yeah, a rap. And he had he had Kelvin uh, on the ground, and I thought, man, this yeah. this could be over for him. But nah, he he uh, pushed mm -hmm. through and uh, got the win on this. And mm -hmm. here's the thing: it could have went either way for me. And and I'm I'm glad the judges got it right with a split. Yes, here because mm -hmm. uh, it was very very close. It was close. It was. I agree. And uh, last but not least, I, I want to comment on Bellator. I don't I don't watch them a lot. I know me and Fonz don't. <laughs> the wanna... circuit. <laughs> yeah, I don't comment. Uh, uh... There was a particular fight that stood out to me. And as we know, there's the heavyweight tournament going on over there. Oh, man. I want to talk about the Ryan Bader and the King Bowl of all. Because <laughs> that was 15 seconds of goodness. It lit, Gil King. It felt like if Adrian Broner went up in weight and tried to get it on with a heavyweight. <laughs> And still say bravado. In 15 seconds, he got his wig split. 
Like it, it was the quickest hook and dropping, and he was literally asleep. Like I knew it was so bad because I think 50, 50 was like at Bellator. He fifty been doing a lot of stuff promoting with Bellator and um he gets promotion Paul. um credits and pay mm-hmm. payment from yeah. Bellator. Yeah. Yeah, man. So basically, like, I don't know where they were fighting. What Indian casino was this at? <laughs> <laughs> Probably at the Mohegan Sun. It has a lot to do with it because, again, we got to go back to the steroid thing. Bellator is all about that stuff. You know, they don't have. To use I love that. I love that. I wish baseball had a separate league for the steroid. <laughs> I, I really I'm done with do. you. And, and I love the fact that Bellator is like over here we don't check for that just come on in <laughs> yeah, Dizzy, Dizzy, shout out to Dizzy in the chat he said oh this is why he tried to get a fight with Rampage yeah I heard the rumors with Rampage and 50 I don't know what's going on I just know him and Coker is doing some business but it was funny because literally when Mo got knocked out 50 put the tweet out he's like damn Mo <laughs> King Mo used to be the mess. He used to be the mess. Yeah, he was, he was uh, like the agent, bro. What do yeah. you feel about Bader, it? Bader um, has been uh, around for, for a while. Oh, you know, when he was at the UFC, mm-hmm. he wasn't looking this good. You know, he he, he needs that juice. So he's <laughs> a good fit for Bellator. Um, Savage. And King Mo, King Mo himself. Um, I used to like King Mo a lot. He's a good dude. Uh, met him one time. It's funny. I got a funny, funny story about meeting this guy. Me and uh, my best friend met him at one of these conventions. And this guy, man, he liked us so much. He just gave us his phone number, bro. Like he would wow. give anybody his phone number back in the day. If you were talking to him and, and, and you liked him or whatever, he'd say, Here, here's my phone number. Text me, whatever. Wow. Like, what? Like, that's crazy. I, I got to give him credit. I mean, he was texting King Mo last night. He didn't get that text. He texted him last night. I said, Wake up, bro. Wake up. <laughs> Yeah, that, that's the thing, though. He would give it out so much that um, after a while, his you know his um, his management team told him, "Hey, you got to yeah, slow gotta down." Yeah. Don't be giving up. Well, yeah, he ain't know how social media work, huh? <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, no, you know, I like King Mo. He used to be a good fighter. Uh, he's, yeah. I don't know, man. I think his chin just got wrecked. Chin is not there, and not there. he's not a heavyweight. He's never been a heavyweight. Now, he's won no. heavyweight Grand Prix before, has he? He's he was not with these dudes. It was strike force. <laughs> Or something, right? It was strike force yeah. or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. These are real heavyweights out here. Like you can't. That was the tomato can lead. <laughs> so that's what strike force was. They was trying to pump strike force up. <laughs> <laughs> all, all the strike force champions got slaughtered like dogs in the battle. <laughs> when they, when UFC got them. <laughs> I'll never forget it. When UFC got a hold of Strike Force fighters, they could not wait to put them in the ring with the real fighters. It was a wholesale salata. <laughs> the only people to do well out of Strike Force was like Ronda Rousey for a while. And Ben uh, Henderson. Ben, so yeah. we found out about what well, no, no, really but Ben Henderson. Ben Henderson came from the WEC. WEC. Oh, that's right. WEC. That's right. Acqu- acquisition All by though. the UFC that had some stars, some legit stars out of the day. Yeah. Uh, mm. We still have Cowboy Cerrone to this day. We've got you know Ben He's Henderson nice. down. Like no we got so many people that came out of there that were great. Great fighters. Uh, WC is one of my all-time favorite leagues, man. Absolutely. They, they always put on a good fight. 
Yeah, man. So it's a good uh, bunch of cards last night. Yeah, the combat sports taking a shout out to TF Guard in the chat. <laughs> Going hard. Wait a minute. Shout out to you, TF Guard. I know we we can't. We got fawns in the building, so combat sports had to go down a little yeah. more than usual. I even watched that uh, Lomachenko fight. I watched mm-hmm. that too. Told yes. That's the, what What did you think of that? Because I've been saying that Barbarum's been propping him up. He's gonna put him in there with Manny Pacquiao. Manny Pacquiao can catch a resurgence because Manny Pacquiao <laughs> can still crack. Mm-hmm. He'll crack you in your head and split your dome straight down the middle. And <laughs> I want him to hit Lomachenko so bad. It's funny. I, I kind of see that. I kind of see that. But at the same time, you know, there's glimpses of Manny Pacquiao I see in Lomachenko. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, is he as good as Manny in his prime? Nah, I don't nah. think. No doubt. All right, so we got so we got for combat sports. I want to uh, get a question in. Uh, shout out to Lord Victor Alistine in the chat. He says he definitely wants us to do a question and answer segment. Maybe at the end we can do that. But I'm going to actually give him a, a favor since he he was dealing with the uh, combat talk. He's basically asking question concerning Halo. Do you think three four three I and he's a new leader other than the Bonnie Ross? I like her, but I feel she's taking Halo in the wrong direction. Perhaps she needs a new studio with a new IP. What do you think about that, Lord Fonz? Um, talking about Halo and what now? And Bonnie Ross, yeah, like basically, um, they're saying that three four three needs kind of like a new, a new leader. So uh, I think, I, honestly, I think that Halo needs a reboot completely. Mm-hmm. Yep. I think the 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 route that they took took it with Halo Five because I'm playing through the Halo Five campaign again. I don't ask me why I'm putting myself through that shit. Okay, interesting. Yeah. Um, but I'm doing it again because I'm trying to give it sort of a, a, a second go through on the X as well because on the X it's beautiful, man. Oh yeah, absolutely. But um, man, I just keep thinking to myself as I'm playing through it, man. This game just needs a reboot. Um, because here's a, here's one of the things about Halo that I think that um needs to be reworked. I think the guns. Need to be all reworked, man, because that's mm. about this game that feels so stale. These same guns, we've been playing with these same guns forever. Mm. And mm. Um, I think that's the one thing we really love about Destiny is always having these new mm. everything. Mm. Um, even when they're reskinned, they're doing different things. Do mm. something different with these weapons. Gotcha. One thing friend of Solve and uh, Addict, any, any feeling about Bonnie and Halo's direction? I agree with Fonz. Like, they need a reboot. I, I wouldn't mind a third-person action mm-hmm. game in the Halo universe with Master Chief. Like, you, mm-hmm. know, I, you know, I said it before. Master Chief, he's, he's like a seven-foot-tall, like, cyborg. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know, let, let's do some more stuff with him other than just shoot and be able to, like, to run fast and jump high. No um, doubt. You can I'll do a lot it. more. All right. So, Attic, what have you been playing, man? Let's get into what the Lord's been playing. Well, when it comes to this whole Halo thing, you guys mm-hmm. are idiots. <laughs> Look, 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 people put jumping, uh, people put dashing and and and, and sprinting mm-hmm. into well the Halo uh the Spartan dash and the sprinting in Halo and look what the, the outcry was. Yeah, community Halo <laughs> look like the people who play Destiny, the people who play Halo, both of them are they played the both games, mm-hmm. but they're completely two different player base. Mm-hmm. If gotcha. you be switching up, making the third party, like, look, people might play it, but mm. you're going to have half the fan base and be like, I ain't messing with this. It's not Halo. Yeah, you got the other half of the fan base is going to be like, well, I guess it's okay, but, you know, I'm probably not going to pick up a sequel. Mm. Look, they're taking Halo in the right direction. They just messed up on the story. Gotcha. Okay, so, That's so, so what happens if six is a dud? I don't oh, think five wasn't a dud. A dud. 
I thought five, five was five, really good. Five story was a dud. I'm sorry. The five, yeah. five story you can't was a keep, dud. You can't deeming the story as the whole game. Multiplayer is still one of the highest played games on Xbox. That but is you, true. You really, you're not tired of any of those guns, man? You know what's Jay funny? The right. same people, like you just mentioned Destiny, the same people saying this is the same people got the same three guns they go into every multiplayer map with. That is true. <laughs> and maybe uh, Lord Fonzarelli is right when he says that maybe he wants a little bit more variety when it comes to guns in the main campaign. Mm. I feel exactly I think, what you're saying as I well. I think the story is the only thing that needs to be overhauled. They mm -hmm. need to make minor tweaks to the uh, to the multiplayer and bring it to the next game, mm -hmm. and they need to completely. They pretty much need to fire whoever made De uh, Halo Five story. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, the story was decent, though. Y'all didn't like the fact no. that his Ace Listen. Boom Coon turned into a one hundred percent. We all know. We all know why <laughs> they lied. They lied. They lied to us. But see, here's the thing. Oh, like, no, I, they you, did you lie. Still holding that against them. That's you right. Still, you gonna that's keep that's holding right. that? That would have been more exciting. Look, 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 they did lie. What, him in the they desert with a, with, a, with a scarf on his neck? Look, Why the hell does a spark need a scarf? That's hard. That's Halo 3. That's not Halo 4. No, I'm no, talking about that. They stole 5. The trailer. When he was in the desert with a scarf on his neck. Why the hell does a spark need a scarf? That was Oh, yeah, wait, wait, hold on. Yeah, 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 that was 5. They, they had both. Yeah, he had scarves in both. Halo, look, Halo 5. Its story was bad. They, I mean, it, yeah, it, I like, it. It, like I like they the overall concept. They were just trying to get the, the new black ball headed dude in there. No, it's not even that. It's, <laughs> it's, it's the fact that, like, you know, I, I work at a job, and they, they tell me when they're training me to talk to people, it was like keep expectations of re on a realistic level. Mm -hmm. They went out there saying this is what you're gonna get, and I understand why they did it. They mm -hmm. did it to to hide the fact that Cortana is going fucking crazy. Oh, I apologize. Mm -hmm. I shouldn't have said that. That's but, right. <laughs> <laughs> I love I love the fact that she's relevant. I love the to fact show that that, that Cortana went crazy. But at the end of the day, mm -hmm. there's better ways to hide that fact than blankly lie to your player base. So you saying the trailer guy messed up? And that's and that's the thing about but it is once all, you start playing the game, the Cortana stuff doesn't even get shown to you in an interesting way. Like you know she's going crazy, and you know no, that, no. that Cortana, he's gonna have to I'm make sorry. some choices. One of the, the they did in the game, right? Cortana showing up in the Earth's solar system, and sitting there, she's like, "Oh, I found you." She takes the whole planet down, like. Yo! <laughs> I loved it. I see. That's why I, I can't. I yeah. that's like one of my best Halos besides ODST. Like, and, dude, what um, she the did. Other that? One. I flipped yeah, out, man. Yeah, yeah. And what you, you like yeah. you like fighting the same boss over and over. Yeah, that the fighting well, see, the same that, thing. That has, oh. that, 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 that has to do with the story. I said the story yeah. needs to be re roared. Yeah, that, that kind of sucks. Yeah. How they need to go into this is they need uh, in the six because like people today. want want a reboot. No, I want to find out what happens to Cortana. I don't care about <laughs> your guys' reboot. Yo, me too. I'm like, don't mess up the story yet because I didn't get to the look, end look, yet. I want <laughs> what they need. <laughs> what they need. <laughs> but, but can we kill off Locke right at the beginning in six? Yeah, that's that. <laughs> no, no. I think I think what, I think what great. needs to happen is they need to go towards that Halo Two direction. Mm -hmm. Where Locke is a second character and he's not the primary focus. But trying to be the primary. I think what it is is they they really tried to do something different. They did it they wrong though. Yeah, they, they didn't fulfill what they tried they, to do. This is what they did. 
Yeah. They, uh, like, like, let's take God of War, for instance. Mm-hmm. They're introducing his, uh, a tree, uh, whatever his kid's name. Yeah. They, they're, they're building the fan base to love this little kid. Mm-hmm. They, they, they let you fight with him. In the second one, he's going to be older. In the third one, he's probably going to take Kratos' spot. Like, they, they're giving you. Or they're probably going to fight each other and he's going to go mad of, like Katana. Of, and you got to kill him. Like, it, okay, th- this is how I, like, okay, you get into the first one. Uh, God of War is letting you build up to it. And if they go that way, they can go that way because they built people up to like the character. Sure, people yeah. are still going to be mad, but you can't kick the door open and throw a grenade and kill Master Chief in the same motion. Yeah. Like, that's literally what they did. Yeah, I wasn't a fan. I mean, at the end of the day, like I said, I thought that was a little bit What could have took over the game? is not universe. terrible. game's not terrible. The multiplayer is fantastic still. Yeah, you know, I do agree right. with Fonz that they do need to, you know, start popping up as far as the variety with the gunplay and stuff like that. And that's why, you know, we still, here still love Destiny for that fact, that gunplay. But, um, yeah, it's just the, the story. That, that's my main thing. Yeah, like, like, at the end of the day, the story needs to be reworked. Um, there needs to be more... Of a, of a character development. You can't have a talking scene, a whole chapter. There was a whole chapter. Yeah, you were giving Jesus to just... Little Fonzarelli. When Bungie left, he took the guns. <laughs> yeah, Bungie took the gun play. <laughs> I think the gun play is still good. Have, like, I still enjoyed the gun play. Hey, yeah, Bungie, Bungie said, you can have uh, these guns, but we're taking these with us. Yeah, we're going to take all these SMGs with us. <laughs> like, they need... What I think that Halo Rift started Rabbit. going downhill is yeah. when they messed up on the Prometheans from Halo 4. They could have did so much more with that race, yeah. but their intro messed them up from the start, so they couldn't do nothing about it. No doubt. All right, so far, I've been playing uh, Halo. Uh, Attic, you've been playing? What you been playing this week? Uh, I have a couple games I'm playing right now. Uh, I can't really go into uh, a couple. Of them. Yeah, uh, I'm playing. Um, mm. I'm actually playing a game called uh, Master of Anima. That's like really fun. Cool. What is it for? What's it for? Um, I only know it's on the Xbox. Uh, I'm not quite sure if it's on the Switch. Okay. It looks like a Switch game that you would play. So yeah, that was kind of like an XCOM style, or just well, no, it's like it's like a strategy. A turn base. Like what happens is the world's being took over, because mm-hmm. uh, you you can actually shape shift stuff into people, mm-hmm. and like your sensei's old disciple comes back because they everyone thought he was dead, and he just starts shape shifting like the most bad stuff in the entire world because he's got like some uber powers now, and he's like summoning giant golems and stuff, and mm. like you're like a disciple, and your girl is like a prodigy, and she disappears. <laughs> Uh, I gotta check it's it out. Keep an eye. What's the name of it? Give me, give me, give me. He took out your girl because he knew she she can't feed him those hands. <laughs> give me, give Chris. the name of that again one more time because that sounds pretty cool. Name it's called it it's called Master of Anima. It's it's a really fun game. Like it, it like Master. you can at the beginning you could only summon like soldiers, but now I'm able to summon soldiers and archers, and you have to like work them together to make because like together individually they're useless but like you you keep this the archers in the back the soldiers mm-hmm. in the front the soldiers will pretty much be meat shields mm-hmm. for the archers to attack like and i've only unlocked two there's like six no doubt y'all bunch of idiots you go to chat i'm gonna tell y'all right now i do not look like luke cage <laughs> you're gonna stop that <laughs> right now <laughs> 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 look like lock from halo king lock they call you king lock <laughs> 
<laughs> you a bunch of idiots. Hey, Chris, Chris, you started that. Chris I saw we started it. it. Chris, the chat. I saw that's the homie. Yo, Lord Saab, what have you been playing this week, man? Uh, nothing, man. I wanted to play some God what? of War, and I played Nathan. Yo. So the, only thing, the only thing I played was a little more Tropical Freeze on the Switch. Holla. Yo, you know what I want to play? I know what I want to play, uh, Lord Sovereign. A way the game out. That we started. That you didn't help me finish. You got the game. Y'all I know. finish the game, please. I bet you finished it though. No, hey, Sovereign. Cool. by myself. Sovereign. I just want to throw that out there. Me and Kid beat that in the same day. It came out pretty much. What's wow. going on? I know what you did. Yeah, I'm. I'm just. Whoa. But you, you also beat God of War in like I don't know how many days. Like, yeah, stop, yeah, stop, stop, don't, don't talk, don't talk to him. Your name <laughs> is Attic for a reason. Lord King, where have you been playing this week? Okay, so oh, oh my God, I could not Monkey wait for punches. Destiny to come up. Oh, he said Luke yeah. Cage season three coming, King David. Oh know. yeah, I've been playing. Destiny. I forgot about that. Oh, I, um, I couldn't wait for Destiny to come out, and and when it came out. Um, I felt like a newborn baby back at it again. Um, but also at the same time, I mean, because you know, shout out to to your pod shots that I've been uh, actively flashpoint st- baby. Yo, I was actively inside your the the flashpoints trolling like, let me see. And I said, I can't write anything inside because I want I wanted to, I wanted to troll, but I couldn't. And I, I just I'm a super fan. I'm one of those little side fans in the corner. But y'all was putting me up on stuff that I didn't know what was going on. And um, I, we're gonna talk about that later. Yeah. But um, PUBG mm-hmm. did some crap. They put mm-hmm. back out the Miramar map the same day. <laughs> That that joint came out, and I was going back and forth with Death and with Monkey playing Destiny and Chris, and then sliding back into <laughs> PUBG. I was I was a man torn. I was a man living a double life. It was not good. <laughs> it's all good, man. So you get long you get your dinners. I see I see Death in the chat, aka Blizzard beats any Sony Dev in there. So I know that's your crew. You know what I'm saying? Yes, sir. No doubt, no doubt. Shout out to Bring Harmony in the chat. New, new, new person there. Bring ILPS Iron Lords Podcast, brother. That's what it is. Um, yeah, for me, it's just been um hey, hit those likes because it's yes, mad at y'all in there. What's going yeah, on? It's a lot, it's a lot of love today. Hit that like if you think he looks like Luke. <laughs> hey, man, stop that man. Yo, you gotta start showing your face so they know that you look like uh what's that <laughs> like, mankind? Rip Van so, <laughs> No, you look like mankind from look, wrestling. Man. <laughs> man, I, I, I use I use face cam a lot. I, I've already heard it all. I look like Castaway. I look like Oh my gosh, the familiar's been uh, warmer pretty much all day, every day. <laughs> yes, sir. they savage right now. Uh, started the Leviathan Wings, Lord Attic and all that. Know about that. Um, doing a lot of Crucible. Yo, shout out to Sinister. Shout out to Super Gangster. We just getting it popping in the uh with the getting Don't our rage. Don't ever mention Super Gangster name in here. Oh Lord. <laughs> That's the guy that had the Gallahorn. Yo, we tried this raid. I'm I'm sorry I gotta tell a story. Oh, right? Lord. Um, listen, we was in the raid. We were in um, what was that? Uh, the Taken mm-hmm. King. We mm-hmm. in the daggone raid. Or oh, was it Crota? No, we was in Crota. We yeah. was in Crota. And we're trying to, you know, all y'all, all y'all gotta do is shoot your Gallahorns at the end, right? Like mm-hmm. shoot them, take them down, and we're going to I swear we was probably there for four hours. Mm-hmm. When we beat him, <laughs> Super Gangster says, Maybe I should have took my Gallahorn out of the locker. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Shout out to Super, man. Y'all killing my boy, man. He came back. No, he I ain't gonna never get off his neck off of that. <laughs> <laughs> he made a rookie mistake. He made a rookie mistake. But, uh, no, he, he was a better well, Actually, you know what's better. funny? You know what's funny? Quick he did story. it again? He, he pissed off Lord Attic last night because <laughs> yeah, thank we were doing the Leviathan raid. Lord Attic can tell you the, the brief version of it, but it's just like, yeah, Lord Attic wasn't pleased with their teamwork because the, the Leviathan raid requires a lot of communication, a lot of teamwork. Felt good, but uh, it seems like uh, that side on the solar side with uh, Attic and Super Gangster wasn't going so well, huh? huh Attic, you had some issues? Man, I'd rather play with my 10-year-old brother. Everything. It's just he wasn't doing little stuff that he needed to do, like calling mm. out what colors is on his part. Like, that's important. Do you expect <laughs> me to go run around, find these little crystals or whatever they are, yeah. go over there, tell them your job, and then go do my job, and then go do Cognito's job when he's doing Sinister's job, and then go back and do Gangsta's job again. Facts. Like, no. Like, <laughs> I got too much to do, and I can't come back just to tell you what crystals is on your side. Like, stop, <laughs> stop acting like you didn't go to elementary school. You ain't colorblind. You know what Destiny this Destiny Rage bringing people together yeah. once again. <laughs> oh, <laughs> the last the last. Yes, last point I want to make is um with, with the whole raid thing is shout out to Xbox LFG because because of yeah. Xbox LFG, we have got some of the funniest, elitist, random people in R6 when we are missing six people. <laughs> and shout out to the dude who was 360 light, who came into our chat, saw that we were 340 light when Attic mentioned how his light level and immediately left the chat as soon as he yeah, heard he our was right, though. He was right. So <laughs> yes, he was right. That's Chris. <laughs> That's Chris. That is Chris. Chris is the captain of the no, bougie. That, that, <laughs> that's usually me, but not that time. All right, so let's get into it. We've been rambling long enough. All right, last poke, week's poll results are in, and the people have spoken to the question. When negative impressions or preview coverage of a highly anticipated title are released to the public ahead of its launch date, how much does this impact your decision in buying the game? The winner at 41% in a razor close four-way ILP poll was the it has no impact. If I love a game, I will still buy it group. Yep. Coming in at second though, super close, 38% was the only if I'm on the fence about the game group. Shallow third place, that 16% was you just scared of that Metacritic fam. <laughs> 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 and coming in at last place, it was a huge impact. Won't buy the game. What do Lord Fonza really think about this? Man, um, you know, usually for me, uh, it has a little bit of an impact on my buying decision when I see, when I compile a bunch of different reviews, especially from maybe sites and people that I know personally, um, you know, if, if they talk negatively on something and give me their explanations and it makes sense to me and it resonates with me, then I, then yeah, it, it may impact my buying decision. But mm -hmm. for the most part, I, I, I like to try the games myself before, you know, mm -hmm. um, hopefully if there's demos or whatnot. Mm -hmm. Um, but, uh, yeah, you know, usually though, I know if I'm going to like a game, you know, before it comes out. Facts, facts. I hate it. Lord Saab, real quick, I want your feedback on this. I mean, I feel the same way. I, I usually, I've done it less uh, recently, but I, mm -hmm. I'm usually pre-ordering games. If I know something that I want, um, mm -hmm. I'm going to get it and I'm going to play it. I'd rather, mm -hmm. I, I like to read reviews and stuff and people's opinions on the stuff after mm -hmm. I've already 
played it and kind of see what where people's uh, opinions of the game vibe, how they vibe with mine, how they how mm-hmm. they're different. But you know, I want experience it for myself. I mean, every mm-hmm. now and again, you're gonna find like you're excited for something and it turns out to be a dud, and then mm-hmm. yeah, maybe you have a little bit of a buyer's uh, remorse. But that you know, mm-hmm. beyond that, nah, I'd rather play it myself. Yeah, man. I hear. I mean, it's, it's it's a close one. I mean, obviously, it was raised close between the people who feel, you know, that if they love it, they're gonna buy it, and also the people that feel that hey, you know, if I'm on the fence, and I think I'm kind of combination of both. I think if I'm on the fence with something, and I do hear like say something, I'm like, eh, I'm not sure. I have some lukewarm interest, and I start to hear a bunch of negative stuff from people I trust or reviewers I trust, then that may say, okay, I'll hold out for the sale. But if it's something like I love, for example, you know, this was kind of low key inspired by the State of the K fiasco. <laughs> like, I'm gonna get it because <laughs> I like yeah. State of the K. I told people, I know, Fonz, me and you've had this discussion online. Like, you know, they literally can give me State of the K one reskin, and I was still was gonna be there day one. That's how much I love the original franchise. So yeah, just- you know, it's funny. I I started playing State of the K again, you know, mm-hmm. last week just to get back to, uh, familiar with the controls again. And then they uh, Re- irrelevant native, shout out to him. He's in the chat. Shout he out started playing it last night. He's like, man, I'm addicted to it again. And I said, exactly. Mm-hmm. The game's just that good. If you're into these type of survival games, uh, this one is is top notch, man. Yeah. I can't wait. Absolutely. All right, so we're gonna get into these topics, and I got a lot to talk about. Um, anyone else on, on the poll before I go? I thought somebody oh, said something. Well, um, well, I'm, I feel the same way Sovereign feels about mm-hmm. it. You know, actually, I, I really don't care what anybody else says about a game at all. Really, Facts. do not care. Mm-hmm. Um, it really, what really helps me make my decision mm-hmm. is my tight group. So mm-hmm. if I notice, like, a lot of dudes in my group is going to get a certain game and is, has a multiplayer function, because most of the games that I play, and mainly I game on Xbox, there's a multiplayer component that's linked to those games that allows me to know that, okay, um, I'm going to be able to enjoy this with set amount of friends mm-hmm. and no one will be excluded. Mm-hmm. Now, single-player games, like, I've been trying to get right back into God of War, but these uh, multiplayer games have been yanking me from that experience. Mm-hmm. So I, no matter how great a game will be scored or how, ma- or how bad a game will be scored, doesn't skew my view. I'm going to mm-hmm. get it because I want it because I want to experience it. Yeah. But also, um, me pre-purchasing a game really has a lot to do with my community. No, I feel you. I, I hear you. That's actually a great point as well. Yeah, good topic. So we're going to get this thing going. Lord Sov. Walmart in the news. Sony in the news. What's going on, man? All right. So to start off, let, let's have a round of applause for Walmart Canada. Let, let's have a round. <laughs> yeah, Walmart, baby. Shout out to that one. Yes. Every year at about. They had one job. You had one job. Every Calvary. year at about this time, some online wing of a brick and mortar store or, or, or an online store mm-hmm. finds it in their heart to fold E3 for everyone. <laughs> Fans and publishers alike. Mm-hmm. And this year, Walmart Canada stepped up to the plate. And they hit a grand slam. Mm. <laughs> mm. A lot of traffic. Oh, Lord, did they ever. Mm-hmm. So this year, Walmart Canada had a leak of mm. basically every game mm. coming down the pipeline. Mm. <laughs> for, for E3 and beyond. Mm. In some cases, years beyond. <laughs> <laughs> they just the next four years of E3. 
Forza Horizon 5 dropping this year. Yeah. <laughs> So let's get into some of these titles. Let's get right? into uh, it. The, the big one that people are talking about. Because talking about this is the list part two. The list. Is, yeah, this is the, this is the list part two. Hey, I yes, fell for that yes, last I list. I'm not, first, listen, I'm, I fell for that last list. Attic that made a fool of me on live camera. <laughs> not doing it again. Attic, I bend the knee. Attic, to go to eat with the t-shirt again. <laughs> Attic, I bend the knee early. <laughs> he don't want none of that, that, that list smoke, man. None. Nope. I, I no, let's take it in chat. What's going on, man? <laughs> happy Mother's Day to all the mothers out there. That's what's up. Happy, <laughs> happy capitalistic day because you're a mother every day. True, 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 true. <laughs> every day is Matriarch's Day. Continue. There we go. All right. So mm-hmm. the big one that's been talked about in this list is. Rage 2 from uh, Bethesda and Ooh. its software. Um, it's kind of a surprise because a lot of people figured that Rage, the first one, didn't sell as well as they had hoped. So maybe mm-hmm. it wasn't getting uh, a sequel. But, mm-hmm. I mean, Bethesda's shown in the last few years that they're willing to take risks on properties that they own and bring them back out. Um, yeah, right. You know what that is. <laughs> what do you think it is? Yeah, that, that's, uh, we made two stacks on Skyrim. We can afford some, some loss. Well, yeah, awesome. but they made stacks on Doom to a people. Not like, like Skyrim. People with to this no, day, people still not. buying that stuff. <laughs> Skyrim and Fallout is a whole another beast. Like well, I would know Fallout, but okay. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> you don't want to give Anchor his time. You don't want to give Anchor his time. Wait, wait, Anchor, Anchor, isn't he a Skyrim fan as well? Or he's more Fallout? No, he's, oh, he's, he's Fallout. Fallout. He's, he's a Fallout, Fallout boy. Yeah, to the Fallout. Yeah. So, um, Rage 2, I believe tomorrow we're probably going to get an actual, uh, mm. actual reveal from uh, Bethesda themselves about Rage 2. So that turns out to probably be true. Mm. Um. And then looking at the other stuff on this list, uh, Splinter Cell, which has which has kind of been hinted at, but still, you know, haven't hasn't had mm. an official announcement. So they folded that for Ubisoft. The Division mm. Two, it was already mentioned that it yeah, was going to be there. Um, Last of Us Two, Sony already mentioned that they were going to focus on, and we'll talk about that in the second part of this uh, topic. Mm-hmm. Going to focus on specific games, so we knew about that. So let's mm-hmm. look at other stuff that hasn't been announced. Uh, Just Cause Four by Avalanche, the original Just Cause. Three came out about came three out. years ago now, yes. so it makes sense. Uh, that game, I think people were <laughs> excited for Just Cause Three because Just Cause Two kind of blew up because of how crazy of a murder simulator it was. And yeah, but but, but can they, can they implement something in Just Cause Four that makes me want to finish that game? Oh <laughs> yeah, they're not gonna yeah. give you a story. That's for sure. You're not getting anything of that. They're gonna give you something fun to do in the world to blow stuff up, and that's mm-hmm. about it. Um, the first one came out on when it came out on xbox was kind of broken and janky they fixed it somewhat and it runs a lot better on the x but no mm-hmm. x enhancement for that game it needs an x enhancement that um, game will it, not get an x enhancement because fundamentally won't. to the core it runs horrible it is broken but i love that uh the wingsuit the wingsuit is hot um i'd rather play tetris Oh my start, god. This start give me a wingsuit and I will overlook your floor. <laughs> so so guys, what what is Destiny Comet? 
<laughs> Destiny, Destiny Comics is always the code name for the expansion that they uh, that will always launch on the Sony stage. So it, it'll basically be the Taken King equivalent for Destiny Whatever this year is. in September. And that's coming. That's a fact. That's, that can't be hard to guess. That's definitely a fact. Okay. So other things that they talk about, let's see. Let's look mm-hmm. at this. Um, Dragon Quest Two. That's that was assumed that was it was coming. NBA Two K. Obviously, Metroid Prime. We're probably gonna see probably something. Gonna see that. I, we're probably. Mm-hmm. I don't know about a gameplay, but definitely a trailer. Um, Borderlands Three. Um, had been hinted at again. They, they have all but not announced it yet. So mm-hmm. this is all stuff that's coming down the pipeline. Beyond Good and Evil Two. We just saw another tech oh. demo. Mm-hmm. Um, Final Fantasy VII Remake. We talked about this last week on whether it, it's going to get fake or whatever. That's totally That's where they messed up right there. <laughs> <laughs> weird. That's when I knew that list that was not right a and it was over And with. it was not going on my back. <laughs> <laughs> so um, then we go to Lego DC Villains. I can see that happening. I mm-hmm. mean, that's, again, that's that's one of those, those, those hey. slideshow games. I don't know who speaking, state is going to appear on. Speaking mm-hmm. of Final Fantasy VII, that is coming, but not till the year 2028. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> When the world really looks like Final Fantasy, when we're in an industrial <laughs> complex nation, we'll be in Midgar. They, they, they put up Assassin's Creed, which I think they said there's no Assassin's Creed this year. If they're going to be mm-hmm. doing Splinter Cell, and they, I'm hearing Watch Dogs, mm-hmm. um, I don't think I think they realize that Watch Dogs too, may be a little too soon. Watch Dogs has been Mm-mm. how long is part? Like when did Part Two come out? It's been a second. It's been yeah. about three years. About it's three been that long. Years. And Man, get, rid those, get rid of those trendy hipsters, and I'm all in. Yeah, <laughs> you know, get I me really like that direction, though. I, I did. <laughs> like, I really did. I like the little yo-yo that he had. It was. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, a, yo, I'm sorry, man. I, I love the hacker joint. It was, it was fun to me. Dope. It was. I was like, yeah, I could get this. No, no, no. The hacking is is the basis, uh, you know, the base element of this game. The hacking's right. cool. The yo-yo, not so cool. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't like that you was getting in gunplay and you hit him in the face with a yo-yo? Ah. <laughs> <laughs> like the fact that the main protagonist was like a barista at Starbucks. Nah. Yo, that, that's that another game, though, that needs a, an X enhancement. That, that world was really yeah. nice. Really, they, no X enhancements for that game. They need mm-hmm. that. Um, okay, so now winding down to the to, to the the Xbox releases that kind of uh, drew mm-hmm. my eye. So Gears of War Five, and that's a little surprising to me just because there's no Halo there. Oh man, I gotta say thank you. Again. Thank you, Lord Spoonman. I mean, yo, Spoonman, you added me on out. Xbox. Appreciate the donation, man. Thank you so much, We playing Destiny. Mm-hmm. What we doing? Spoonman? He said he's hitting the weights. He's got to bounce early. He's hitting the weights and visiting mom's grave. Have a great day. All much love. Rest in peace to your mom. Happy Matriarch's Day. Absolutely. Always appreciate you at the chat, Lord Spoonman. Thank you so much. Thank you, Spoonman. Day, man. Continue, so absolutely. So yeah, Gears Five. Gears Five is uh, it, it's a little interesting to see there. I, maybe we'll see some sort of uh, some sort of trailer, something story, something a little spin bit off, of a, a teaser. Uh, yeah, you never know if there's some sort of spinoff as well. We we heard that uh, the coalition was working on some other side stuff that mm-hmm. they kind of shot down, but mm-hmm. you know maybe it's just to throw people off. Mm-hmm. Um, 
But it, yeah. it's interesting to see it before Halo and maybe yeah, that is interesting. Just, that is interesting. Just, they just have Halo really on the wraps, you know. Yeah, it uh, could be. Shout out to Lord Santobert, Lord Edit in the in the building. He said Gears Five ain't happening. He said Gears is, but Five ain't. So it could be like the name conventions could be wrong, right, and maybe right. there's some type of spinoff title. It would be interesting, it's like you said, Sav, if it's before Halo, right? Very right. Forza Horizon, maybe it's yeah, the like year the, of the Horizon. <laughs> yeah. Well, we're definitely getting Horizon Four. <laughs> Probably Not got Horizon. Horizon. 5. <laughs> Probably Gears Horizon. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, didn't we hear something about Horizon, like kart racers or something like that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Continue. So the, the last one on the list is Forza Horizon 5, which is obviously a misprint because it's yes. not four yet. <laughs> exactly. But, um, so this, I mean, that's a guarantee. We're going to see Horizon 4 this year. Mm-hmm. They're on that the same release cadence. So uh, mm-hmm. this is Horizon's year. I love Horizon 3. Um, if the speculation about Japan is true, that seems like a great place to take that game and expand on like uh, on the festival stuff that they've been doing. The mm-hmm. cars, the night scenes should be crazy. Um, mm-hmm. And with this one being from built from the ground up for the X, is it's pr- guaranteed to be a beautiful game. So mm-hmm. um, excited about this stuff, man. Um, mm-hmm. The funny thing is, Walmart after all this happened. They say, well, um, so they didn't run it back or anything like that. They didn't specifically say, they were like, oh, you know, these are just like, this is speculation on our part. This is speculative on our part. <laughs> they couldn't do anything to, to run it back. It's it's out there. Uh, I don't know if the page is available anymore. They might have cleared the page out. But um, so, yeah, they folded E3 for a bunch of buttons. <laughs> I'm, sad. I, I'm, I'm sad that I didn't hear anything on um, Dragon Age. I wanted to see mm. Dragon Age. Yeah, yeah. Lord Fonzarelli, all this is fake news. You scarred from last year's list. Yeah, 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 no, no. Donald Trump publishes put yeah. this list out. Don't yeah. pay this no mind. <laughs> all right, let, let 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 this wash over you because you will get that Dragon Age because I want that as well. Don't pay none of this no mind. And yeah, and Randall Thor has been on the show. You know we love him here. The room is beautiful with him in it. It's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Shout out to Lord Rand. We might be seeing him soon. Uh, Lord Matt, don't worry about it. Um, yeah, this this is interesting. I mean, we, we saw this before. I mean, I'll jump in real quick. I, I kind of think majority of this is kind of true. It's not that it's that it's true. It's just like common sense kind of stuff. Yeah. So I don't think that they're like, you know, so out there. They just got a lot of typos, you know, the Gears 5, the Forza Horizon 5. Shout out to Disney in the chat. He said that it's 5 because they know snap the glove. I'm done. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, man, I mean, listen, at the end of the day, I don't think this is too far off. I think there's some truth. And I thought what was interesting is how Bethesda reacted to the Rage 2 leak. Did you guys been paying attention yeah, to that? It almost felt like they that was their contingency plan because they knew mm-hmm. something was going to leak, or mm-hmm. it was planned all along, and <laughs> and they and they were just ready to do this because yeah, because they've been playing with it on a social media page. I don't know if you guys have seen it. Yeah. They, they planted Calvin in Canada. Yeah, I'm just saying, I'm the same point. Yeah, vast majority is, is is what I feel is common sense and stuff we knew. But let's get the addict in on this. What do you feel about the Walmart leak? The Walmart League? Yeah. Um, true, not true, common sense. I mean, no, I think 100% is true. Yeah. Okay. The only okay. thing, I, I think people get placeholders confused. Yes. Um, yes. Just because Final Fantasy is on there does not mean mm-hmm. it's not going to get put in December of 31st, 2018. Mm-hmm. Um, the majority of these games are going to be like that. Um, 
every game you think of is on Walmart that's that doesn't even have a release date. Mm-hmm. You can pre you could pre order so many games at Walmart. Mm-hmm. Um, you go over there right now, you could probably find a listing for Final Fantasy VII. <laughs> yeah. So you know they put that on there uh, to to build hype. That not even really build hype to to let customers know that they are selling that product. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, this uh, this is a question I have. Like, I, and this would probably be best suited for like Matt Piscatello, somebody who understands like the the mm-hmm. retail pipeline. Mm-hmm. How early do these publishers and these companies have to tell these retailers about mm-hmm. these games that these leaks come out so early? Like, do you really have to allocate shelf space that early? Mm-hmm. Like, it just like it doesn't no, make. They, they did the, mm-hmm. They did this so everyone's talking about Walmart. This wasn't an accident. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. The, the, yeah. This this is a publicity stunt that Walmart's one of those people that they walk around and they like I say anything I want. What you gonna do? Not let me sell your game? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they're not gonna take it away from them. So I mean, that's like GameStop. Like GameStop, you know, they're in that industry, so they have to be more professional. GameStop mm. ruin everyone's world, mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah. they have to be more professional because they deal with these people on the regular. Mm-hmm. Like it, like actually talk to important people, not just the marketing person. Okay, I need this, and I need this many of this. Like mm-hmm. Walmart, it's like, yo, I could stomp on you. Like, Walmart's <laughs> like, big. Care. Mm-hmm. Yep, like, what are you going to do? Like, so you go to potentially like just because they could literally come out and say this is coming out this day, this is coming out this day. They might get sued if they're in you know, any kind of NDA. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, regardless how many people sue Walmart. They're not going to be like, yo, you can't sell my product because they need to get that money back. Yeah, I mean, obviously, yeah, that relationship needs to be intact, you know, so we'll see. So, um, yeah, uh, that's what I got. That's what the rest of the Lord's got. What about the uh, second half of your, your point, uh, Lord Sav? Well, Sony, Sony announced how they were going to handle their E3 press conference. Uh, and it's <laughs> interesting because... um was giggling. <laughs> is that Attic giggling? That's not like Attic <laughs> So... <laughs> It's interesting because Sean Layden said that in in lieu of their regular uh, like announcements mm-hmm. where they just get to come on stage and announce brand new stuff that people aren't expecting, they're going to focus their press conference on four big games that they have coming up, mm. which are uh, Ghost of Tsushima, mm-hmm. Last of Us Part Two, Spider-Man, and Death Stranding. Mm-hmm. So now this kind of brought the ire of people because obviously, you know, fanboys on both sides start <laughs> talking about, well, that means they got nothing left. Shout <laughs> out the Lord Tricks, though. He said, for the love of God, I hope they don't pull out their IKEA furniture again. <laughs> <laughs> Yo. No, 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 that's cool. Like, I got really jumped on Twitter, man. <laughs> What's funny is, is like, I, it wasn't even that bad till Kit Smooth retweeted it. Then, oh my God. They went crazy. <laughs> it, it, people sitting there like, I'll read you some of the tweets. People well, sitting there, obviously, I can't read them all because yes. you know, this is IOP. But, for the little you know, what's that? Here's the thing. Like, people sitting there, and I hate that I can't bring up anything about micro uh, about Sony without mm. having Microsoft thrown into it. Mm. And it happens consistently every time. I know it's console war stuff, but I, I know people that claim that they're not in that console war stuff that be doing it too. Mm-hmm. So here, for instance, I said E3 for Sony looking disappointing. Actually, you know what? No, I can't share the screen. But I was like, <laughs> E3 for Sony looking disappointing. Hope they have surprises, man. Because and to me, 
That is what E3 is about. It's that surprise yep. factor. It's that showing whatever you have factor. Mm. And, and like, look, like I get that people are like, I understand. I completely 100% agree. Mm-hmm. They've done enough to where they could they they have bought them enough buy time to not have games. To right. but they always announce stuff that comes out three years from now. Right. So our so right now you said Sony. Mm-hmm. Yeah, more like five years. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say that, that's a five year plan. You looking oh at God, that's, a, that's that's a financial commitment. Like you got to you know longevity with them guys. <laughs> <laughs> See. See, here, here's some of the stuff I had, okay? Mm-hmm. Nintendo had E3 just for Zelda. Microsoft last year only announced one new game, Ori 2, and the rest were indie parties. I think Sony gets a pass after here, after this first party output this generation. I can agree with that to a point. Okay. Yeah, I mean, even say that what Xbox would probably show Crackdown for the third time at E3 since 2014. <laughs> Once again, like I said, bring up Xbox. And, and it's consistent. Like from PlayStation perspective, it's sure disappointing. But if the exact same lineup was on Xbox, it would be second coming. Once again, brought up Xbox. Like I feel like some of these people literally can't argue without bringing up another entity to argue with. It's right. like, look, I'm not yeah. saying that I'm disappointed. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that, like you know, I had nothing to do with the Xbox thing. I was mm-hmm. just like, yo, I don't want to sit here and see four just games talked about for an hour and a half. All right, now let me ask you this, because uh, this is definitely a very good point you're making and um, a very big point of contention. You know, obviously, we know Sony has been dominating the gen. Let's just keep it a buck. And they have the, the first party thing. So, you know, they seem to be taking a different approach, right? They seem to be saying it's going to be more of a deep dive with these four. So the four, let's reiterate, are going to be Death Stranding, Spider-Man, Ghost of Tsushima, and The Last of Us 2, yeah. right? Then they're saying that there was definitely not going to be no new hardware shown, right? So I just want to clarify. No, no new hardware. They haven't said anything about hardware. So right. that's the assumption. Right. So no no, no PS5, no VR stuff, <laughs> none of that. No, and I, was, think, I, think it's, I think it's completely what um, <laughs> I think Randy is you out of control stop it continue let's be honest mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. you look at it from like a perspective of stuff mm-hmm. that they've done right. <laughs> next year they're going to they're going to announce these four games next year mm-hmm. uh people can say what they want ghost of kashima and mm-hmm. um Days gone. There's a good mm-hmm. chance those games come back to E3 again next year. <laughs> okay. Okay. Days Gone's probably going to get announced the release date and come out the beginning of the year. I was and just that's joking the thing, though. Days Gone isn't in that four. Days um, Gone is not yeah. part of that four. Yeah. It's not, not part, part of, of that four. So who knows when that's coming? I know Game right. Informer has a month of coverage, and we and both me, me and Addict, we saw that behind yeah. closed doors. E3. Oh, you did. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I mean, and they've made improvements, but what you feel, Addict? We saw the same demo. And <laughs> Who here think that nobody got a chance to touch with no no controller was involved in that? Yeah, <laughs> fake Jake moving the fake controller, acting like out of a show of hands here. Who thinks that they're gonna show um Last of Us again next year? I don't they can show that they can show it every year until they come I out. I don't see Last of Us coming out till fall next year. I don't see it coming out to PlayStation Five. That's a possibility. I, I can guarantee. What do you think about what? Uh, game. Lord Fonz. 
I, I think these four games, first of all, I just want to say that I think it's brilliant that they let the cat out of the bag uh, early because if this is all they show, then they don't have those high expectations from this. Mm. You know, hey, you know, what, what else? What else? <laughs> we told you. I think they're going to have a surprise, though. But I think they're going to have one surprise. I, I, I listened to Sean Layden uh, yeah. on that blogcast, and he, basically he said that, look, these are the four games we're going to go in depth on for first party, but we're still going to talk about uh, third party, and we're still going to have our indies, and we're going to have some announcements, he said. So mm-hmm. some announcements. Oh, okay. We don't know what those announcements are. Right. Uh, they're going to announce how much the PlayStation sold. We know that's going to be there. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah. Analytics. It's it's it to me. It you know with, with these four titles alone, with well, well with three, I'm very excited for. Um, Death Stranding. Mm-hmm. I'm still like, what the hell is going on? You know, what after Throat it? Baby, I don't I don't know what's going on. <laughs> no doubt. Yeah, this is interesting. I mean, uh, finish your song because I, I got I got a curious take on it too. Yeah, I mean, I think it's very interesting. I think the realization is that whatever else new that they have in the pipeline it are going to be PS5 titles, and they're mm-hmm. not ready to talk about those just yet. Thank you. Um, bingo, bingo. And, mm-hmm. and, and that's, that's it. it. I mean, right so they're going to do deep dives on the games they know are coming. Some of these, I think, will be cross-gen uh, mm-hmm. games, at least two of them. Um, mm-hmm. Spider-Man we're getting in September. So it's kind of weird that, that they put that as a deep dive as opposed, I know I figured it'd be on the show floor, but to have a deep dive during the quote unquote conference for it, I don't know. I, I would figure that Days mm-hmm. Gone would be there instead. So mm-hmm. that's a little weird to me. But beyond mm-hmm. that, yeah, I mean, again, they're just they're gonna hold stuff close to their chest until they're ready to talk about the next hardware, and that's just it. Nothing. Let's get Lord King on this. He had some, <laughs> some laughter. It's over. I find it absolutely hilarious because, listen, I love new hardware like anybody else, and I love when new hardware is debuted on the stage. And was I kind of looking forward in a weird, morbid way of Sony <laughs> pushing out a PlayStation 5 on top of the necks of the people that just brought a pro? Hells to the yes. Oh, my so, God. So, <laughs> I want it. I know I could buy it, and I know it won't affect me if they just push the pro to the side and tell you, here's the five. We are here now. So, But I, I want to see the new games. I want that stuff. I want that excitement. I love the excitement with a new system. But the fact that they're not showing it, it underscores exactly what they have in the treasure trove. Mm-hmm. Maybe they do have a SOCOM for that next mm-hmm. system. Maybe they do have those games that we want for a next system. Will this uh, this E3 be lackluster for them? I don't really think so. Honestly, I think they're going to show those games in a way yep. that, because trust me when I tell you, their presentation is always king. It's off the mm-hmm. charts. Off they're going to the show those games in a way, and they're going to set it up in a manner that's going to make you walk away. They could show three games for their show I- and still win the show. Yeah. Am I the only one that feels like if you don't like that, you know, that Last of Us feeling, like God of War feels like the exception because of the brutality and the, the character persona beside behind God of War. But if you don't really like that way they make, you know, The Last of Us and Uncharted, like, do you guys really think it's fair to point that, like, Sony just don't care? Like, we're going to make this kind of game over and over again? Like, if you think about it, like, big, like, budgeted titles they make. Mm-hmm. That's all they've done. They've never went out. I, I hear what you're saying. I hear what you're saying. I think the problem is that they're proven successful at, yep. at dominating a lane that supposedly is not supposed to be profitable anymore. 
right? That that single player cinematic story camera angle experience, right? That some I mean, you may look at it and say, hey, you know what? It looks kind of similar to some of the past titles, and I get that. But with the success of God of War and Last of Us, there's they they have no inclination to stop that. That that's a lane that they're winning, they're dominating, and that's solely theirs. Now, I will agree with you on this, though, Attic. I do feel that. Listen, I I think E3 is one of the greatest, you know, spectacles, right? You get there, you get excited, you want to know what the company's gonna show, and to kind of know everything ahead of time not everything but the, the majority of what they're going to show ahead of time is a little disappointing to me sometimes because you want that surprise that wonder you know you always wait like Lorsov knows like you wait to the end of the show and by the way by the way one last thing you know you, you love those moments right so to, to hear that okay this is going to be it no hardware we're going to have our third party guys come out yeah we're going to have some surprises yeah, it kind of hurt just the inner wonder in me because I, I kind of like that aspect. Is that what Fawn's talking about? Yeah, but, but, but here's the thing. I, I, mm-hmm. I'll add on to that. But Go for you know, it. Do, doing the, this podcast, uh, Iron Lords now, mm-hmm. and, and you meeting a lot more people within mm-hmm. industry and everything, and then some people who know people that know people, mm-hmm. and you, you start to get leaks and stuff all the time. Absolutely. And it really, it, it does kind of suck, but at the mm-hmm. same time, it's like, give me that info. Give me that info. <laughs> no, no, listen. I'm with you on leaks. I get it. You know, and we, it's funny you brought that up. You read my mind because that's going to be the poll question later. <laughs> but the whole thing is, I get that. You, you're completely right, Lord Franz. I'm with you on that. That's going to happen. All I'm saying is, I've never seen the company say, yo, this is what we're doing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, I've never seen, that's like Microsoft said, yo, you're going to get this, 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 and this. And you're going like to like it. And you're going to like it. And don't worry about no new hardware. Yeah. Like, that's like, whoa. <laughs> you know what? That's that Sony swagger right there. You know, they they're on top. They're like, hey, this is what we got. Like it or not. You know, I think it's the hubris that you was talking about. Is this the hubris? Yeah, but you know how it is. It's their turn. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I love, I love when Shostradamus <laughs> comes and he puts the bad mouth on somebody. So you're going down. So <laughs> listen, I mean, if anyone, like Lofan said, if anyone's in position to do it, it's dumb. I mean, they 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 have the the cards in their favor, the sales are in their favor. They're dominating the single player genre. You know, you know, Lord Academy not may not agree with certain things the way they're handling this, but um, hey, I mean, listen. At the I end of the day, we can't act like those games are not quality games either, though. I, I just want to go. Those games are really good. Those are solid games, y'all. Really good games, mm-hmm. generation defining games. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, mm-hmm. we know they're making stuff, but people attack me because I said, well, you know, they're like, well, all their studios are making stuff. What what more do you expect? I'm like, these are the same people who flipped out on Microsoft because all their studios and they weren't making new games. I'm like, <laughs> look, like, is it wrong for me to like just want to be surprised at E3? Same here like, with you. That's I, how I like I, being surprised. I agree yeah. with the E3 thing. Like E3, that's what it is. That's that mm-hmm. wonder, especially for guys, you know, it's going over there well. too. If like, you want to yeah. spend an hour and a half on one of the most iconic stages in the industry, do mm-hmm. that on PSX. Don't mm-hmm. on yeah, addict, I hear you, addict, but I think at the same time, I think this is a this shows you that this is the end of this generation yes. for yeah. PlayStation. 
Um, like I said, you know, by 2020, you're going to get that PS5. And people that are saying 2021, 2022, you guys are delusional. Yeah, it's coming out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm even thinking November 2019. Uh, I, I really think it could be. Yeah, you've been pushing yeah, that 2019 be. narrative. Oh, oh it's if it's if it's not a generational, like super generational leap, if it mm-hmm. if it is a backwards compatible machine, mm-hmm. I think yeah, they get away with with uh, fall 2019 mm-hmm. because it's not this thing where it's like it, it creates enough distance between that and the pro that people shouldn't feel shysted. <laughs> No, I mean, I just feel they're in such a commanding position. There's no need for them to even rush to 2090. It's like they they can still wait. There's people out there that are saying they're going to feel shafted if they bring it out before 2025. (laughs) (laughs) That technology was really good at the time. And they squeezed out every drop out of them. What we're going to start getting now is we're going to get start getting these consoles coming out. No more true generational consoles. It's going to be upgrades because they're always going to be backwards compatible, you know, Mm -hmm. to a certain degree Mm -hmm. to the one previous to it and i think the pro and the x will still be able to play some of these games that come out initially on the well, ps5 mm, you're getting into our later topic for King's well, topic, well, jay jay, yeah. jay uh, lord fonzarelli um you said that just taken by what you said mm-hmm. um the previous generation that can only be with sony because microsoft has shown you that they're going through their whole catalog of games that yeah. have released over since the og systems yeah so mm-hmm. I, I believe, and this is just my opinion of it, being that Microsoft already has said that president's going forward. I don't believe actually Sony does back really compatible at all. Really? I, I think that's a huge mistake. I don't believe so because financially they can reskin those games to you and sell them on PlayStation no. now. That will undercut I PlayStation think, now. No, no, no. I, I think I think the PS4 games will be backwards compat, but I think PS now it'll it'll strictly be those PS2, PS3 titles that they're doling out now. I mean, well, there are some cool. PS4 titles on there, right? There's Knack. Yeah, yeah, but but honestly, I think at the end, we're, of the day, that's going to go away. It's it's hurting bad, man. <laughs> Who's that? Here's the question, <laughs> Fonz. You know, we need to know. We need to get the information on. The, I'm trying to figure out who we can Lord talk to Fonz, on the details of the guy this, day? this is uh, Mother's Day. Mm-hmm. And me and you are really good friends. And um, when that system come out, um, and they say there's no backward compatible because philosophy wise, it's just, they don't believe in that. They actually told you nobody plays that. Our analytics say nobody goes backwards. We're mm-hmm. only gonna go forward. And if you want to play that, they got that guy that that tells you if you want to play our stuff, that old stuff is the thing we got called PlayStation Now. <laughs> that you, get into, <laughs> oh and you can go play it right now. So I just want to revisit it when it come back because I have no expectations for them to do that. Okay, so okay. when I sell my PlayStation Four, I'm selling it with all the games. <laughs> okay, now now with yeah, that, that PS yeah, with that PS Now. What mm-hmm. is that running at? 720p on those PS4 yeah. games? Yeah. And, and, and that isn't going to do it for people with these 4K TVs and stuff. That's going to look like crap when you're playing the PS5 games. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's yeah. not going to do well. Because I, I sometimes try and get into these older games. Some of them are great. I can play through Dead Space and some franchises that are just excellent. But when you try that new game that, that came out in, on the 360 that mm-hmm. you've never played before... And it just, oh man, I can't get into it. Like it just. Looks, you. If you don't have nostalgia running behind you, don't play those old games. <laughs> For real. 
Yeah, I think shout out to TF Gun in chat. He said PF5 doesn't do BC. Backwards compatible, they're done. He said he just marathoned Bad Burnout Revenge. It's nice to play games from every gen and own them digitally, not streamed and locked to the internet. I don't don't think they're done, though. That's the thing. Like, they have shown you they they can do whatever Mm -hmm. they want to do. Like, they're doing the point. That's a good they're, point. they're playing single player games that supposedly functionally, mentally, if you're saying it, it's not supposed to work, but they're working. 90 mm-hmm. something million sold. Apparently, mm-hmm. they don't care what nobody is saying. That's the thing. I think it would be a mistake for them to do it, but at the same time, I think they could still get away with it because what they will do, do is they'll change it. the narrative and be like, well, you know, our thing is brand new. You can't, yep. they'll, they'll turn around and say, well, you can't run those PS4 games on this because this is something totally different. It's mm. so much more powerful and people will buy into that marketing. But, but so, it's x86, it's x86 though. You, right. But we know that, right? Yeah. The other 60 million people that buy PlayStation <laughs> don't care about that. Mm. Yeah, they don't know. care about PS now either, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> So they go, they'll, 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 they'll resell you all of that stuff. They, in the chat, hit those likes, y'all. Appreciate so it. So I can see them going both ways. I think it would be a mistake for them not to do it, but I could see them totally not doing it. <laughs> they're probably playing play they, instead of they'll rename PlayStation now and PlayStation again. Again, mm-hmm. <laughs> shout out to Nicholas Bian. He represents that. He's like, hey, he doesn't play old games. Maybe one or two. He has no interest going back. But respect to Microsoft making them available. So he's kind of that contingent. That, hey, yeah, if see, they don't yeah. do it, they don't bother him too much. Look, yep. games like Red Dead. Look at that. That game came out mm-hmm. and it was outselling new games mm-hmm. on retail. Like, it might not be a big thing to me, but people that say it has no relevance whatsoever, they're delusional. Ah, uh, but addict. But here's mm-hmm. the difference. You had that Red Dead come out, and they it's got that polish, that gloss mm. on. Yeah, mm. you got that uh, PS now, and it's 720p dog <laughs> crap. You know. <laughs> so you want them to just speed up their they modem? So you want them to get James and Ethan? They did that 4K update at launch. For when the Red Dead Two came over? Oh uh, no, 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 I'm talking and about that's when it outsold everything. Not when they did that patch later. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> yeah, it's still a great yeah. game. That's when that game went on backwards compatible, it was like seventh on on, on the charts, mm-hmm. uh, uh, like a ten year old game. Yeah, because you can't get that game on anything else to look any better than it does that's on right. Xbox. Yeah. I mean, look, look at perspectives like if GameStop is raising prices on 360 games, they consider it relevant. Hmm. It's interesting. This is an interesting. It's going to be very interesting to see what happens with different PS5. philosophies. That's yeah, all. it's different philosophy. Let's see if they actually change that and if they actually have the uh, capability to implement it in the in the manner that Microsoft does. Because we all obviously million tell me no. Yeah, we, we know Microsoft <laughs> definitely million. structured their own infrastructure around bringing your library for that's been their mo. But that's what we got, Lord Solve. Are you good? Everyone's good on that uh PS3. Yeah, I mean PS5 topic. <laughs> <laughs> we are going to move on. I'm up. Grandpa Nintendo back in the headlines again. The Nintendo Switch online. I don't think we can go one podcast without talking about Nintendo. <laughs> <laughs> I need the hate. No, hate next week, I want to give a shout out to everybody in the chat, man. Lots of people there. Hit that like button if you will. Thank you, Thank you so much. So, Grandpa Nintendo, they reveal the details of the highly anticipated. <laughs> 
Nintendo Switch online. So basically, you're gonna go real quick. Can I go provides... first? Can I, can I respond first after you? Yes, I'll give you the first so crack. You can at go this. to sleep afterwards. Yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> so pretty much, uh, their, their premium online service is gonna give you access to the online multiplayer, free NES games, support offline, and a dedicated mobile app, as well as the ability to save your data to the cloud. Something that Nintendo has not been offering. So we got some uh, three price points. We got the one month for the four dollars, three months for the eight, and twelve months for the twenty dollars. So you, there's also a family membership option that allows you the Nintendo Switch up to eight switches for about thirty five dollars. <laughs> and uh, you get your family in on this crap. Come on in. <laughs> <laughs> so for thirty five dollars, it's gonna launch in September. We don't have a um, specific date. We know that the app is still in effect. It's going to be used for in-game chat with other players. They Organize. doubled down on the app. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up, <laughs> you making me laugh. Fucking has multiplayer sessions. It's gonna have special features for certain games, just like Splatoon oh. Two. And the launch lineup of those NES games that are included are Ice Climber, the original Legend of Zelda, Mario Brothers, the trilogy, Donkey Kong, and so on. So um, that's what we know right now. As of right now, they've also made a statement on Virtual Console. Nintendo has confirmed that they do not plan to bring Virtual I Console. You. I told you. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> this is yo. This is gonna be so. Ice Climber. Ice Climber. I'm done. Ice climber with it. online play. With online play. I got, I got play. ice climber. I got it. <laughs> <laughs> so we, we, let's break it down for the final thing. Again, you know, the on, when the online goes live, certain features will be locked behind the paywall. These include the online motor. <laughs> Why are you laughing like you didn't know this? I didn't. I do not listen to none of this stuff. (laughs) The things that were blocked behind the paywall with the online multiplayer and, of course, the uh, Nintendo Switch online mobile app. What will remain free of charge will be the eShop, managing your friends without messaging. (laughs) Scaring screenshots to social media, parental control, and free software updates. So, Lord... This day has arrived. Yes. We waited a whole year for yes. this. Lord, this is going to be our best episode <laughs> ever. <laughs> what do you feel about Nintendo's online service announcement? It's twenty dollars. Anyone that's saying they ain't gonna buy, it's a bunch of lies. They're, they're lying <laughs> and they they're, they're exposed. Switch game. So, um, look, if I want to play uh, Super Smash Brothers. I'm gonna pay twenty dollars. You guys be acting like you don't go to McDonald's and spend twenty dollars. Like, shut <laughs> up. Like, like, look, does the features are whack? Yeah. Was out of you ha- of the cost that the services cost for. If you want that 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 product that like Microsoft and Sony got, then you gotta pay sixty dollars a year. If not, go go to the poor man's game and get the twenty dollar one. So you can- Did you just pull a me? Did you just Yo, listen, I want to tweet it out now. Tweet it out now. Get everybody in this room now. Get them in here now. Get them in here now. Call your friends. Call a friend. Get them in. Get them. Attic just pulled a me. I want you to understand. He just went so premium on you. He just went to the dollar sign on you. He just finished telling you, you spent $20 at McDonald's. I don't want to hear that crap. He just told you, if if you ain't about this, your pockets are looking funny. It 
it is on today. This is this is the topic. Sorry, addict, for stepping on your toes. I'm going to back out. I'm going to bring up the rear on this one. Yeah, let us go, addict. Addict has, has spoken and surprised us. I I cannot. I'm shocked at addict's response right now. I'm no, loving this new addict. I love this addict. <laughs> This I, added, I love it. this edit. Let me bring it as far as I got you, but I want to get it to solve. I need solve right now. <laughs> I need it because this is this is for us. This is what I said. We we're gonna get abused. I need to speak to my switch brethren. <laughs> you know it was funny. I, I gotta agree with Attic. Like Whoa. I don't know what. And I said and I said this one. Now we the world is gonna end. I have to leave before <laughs> the world ends. I'll talk to you guys later. <laughs> I don't think me and this dude have agreed on one topic since oh, you came to this podcast. <laughs> But I have to, it's $20. Like, we already knew it was going to be $20, right? Yeah. And, and the funny thing is that even, like, the family plan makes it even more appealing. Like, if you break it down. Well, what are you appealing for? It's like, it's like two and change per person. Like, it's like 250 per person or something like that. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, whatever it is. For twenty dollars, listen. I'll go to the ends of the earth with them for twenty dollars. Who cares? I will not. I will. We'll sit here. We'll talk about it. We'll analyze it. But I can't be mad at them. You know, I, I can't be mad. I can't be mad at them. I cannot. Wow. I mean, I am shocked. Now that what it does also though, it gives them leeway to increase the price as they add service. <laughs> right? It gives them that leeway and still say they're cheaper than everybody else. Uh -huh. So whether they'll do that or not, I have no idea. But it does give them that that room to to maneuver and do that stuff. But I mean, honestly, like you know, the, the, the stuff, the fact that the, the the cloud stuff is behind a paywall and everyone else's is free, mm. it's it's twenty dollars. Again, I guess, sovereign. Is that Microsoft Cloud? Is that, is that, is that it cloud? should be? I, if it is, it would be. $60. It probably is, right? I think so because Banjo Kazooie is down with them. It might be Microsoft Cloud. It could it be. It could be Azure. Azure running around in the back of the space. <laughs> Azure. Azure. Yeah. So listen. Uh, yeah. I listen. Whatever it is, there are gonna be things we like about it, things we don't like about it. I'm not a fan of the the app. I hope at some point they fix. <sighs> What about that? What about that? No messaging and no pocket check. Yeah, yeah. Well, again, twenty dollars. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, uh, you know, a family, a family bucket at KFC costs you more. Oh like, my God! Like, <laughs> we go with this premium talk. This, if you do not get everybody mad. into this chat watching this podcast today, please. <laughs> Call a friend and tell them it is Shut going down. Shout out to Daz Fina in the chat. They need proper voice chat without all these cables and add-ons. They make you look like a Ghostbuster. <laughs> look, at the end of the day, at the end of the day, everyone that's complaining about this, everyone that's having issues with this, we all know you're going to be on Discord talking to people. We ain't even using that. You already know, David. You yes, know. sir. Nobody has entered the realm real quick. Yes, oh, this man, this is this bro. is what needs to be talked about here. We got Jay Fonz and really up next. The Lord is about to speak on it. Let's Yo, let me go. tell you, we got seventy-one people in here. I swear, hit those likes. Hit those it's likes, about bro. to get. Someone I'm get going to go in on He's putting out way too much energy. <laughs> this <laughs> this dude no. is about to get it because I waited for this day so long. Oh, <laughs> this is yeah. Lord King's boy. Before we give it to Lord, Lord King's going to anchor this day because we. 
we know this is moment. Lord bloody, I know. Shout out to the saltiest, the crew, Smash Podcast, the crew. Always good to hear you see you and glad to have you in the realm on Mother's Day, which is good. Now, my question, obviously, you've heard about the Nintendo online service. Yeah, I've heard. I've heard. What are your feelings on, on said announcement? Well, I have mixed feelings about it. And and I've come out on this because we actually recently talked about this over with the GRG crew. So shout out to GRG. What, yeah. So what happened was my, my thing was while the online is a good thing for them getting set up and trying to to bring this over to the switch and trying to get that online infrastructure the fact that they're doubling down on the on the app they don't have any sort of dedication with the switch makes it hard to use that that's the worst thing and and with the app a lot of people are saying that one it's already bad because of the fact that it's a battery killer for your phone because of the fact that it consistently drains really quickly and it constantly locks so it only adds more issues while the price being you know as everyone's been putting it as a cheap price that's great and all but the features that are coming with it while some of them are useful the big thing that that a lot of people have an issue with is the gripe of the online cloud saves mm. and i stated that with the online cloud saves while this is being added as a premium feature with the paid subscription it shouldn't be because of the fact that one you already got to think that the switch already has a as a designated amount of space and storage mm. on it that's already low and you have to think mm -hmm. that physical games take a large amount of that storage even with that in sd cards and and them being as cheap as they are being able to expand that's mm -hmm. still another uh physical aspect that has to save that data so if anything happens to that sd card and everything gets corrupted you're shit out of luck yes. so you have to pay for cloud saves while not being take well most saves don't take up a large amount of data the mm -hmm. fact that you have to pay to get those cloud saves is, is kind of ridiculous. Cloud saves locked behind a paywall or bloody. Yeah. Yeah. It is. It is. And you got to think that with, with, with Switch, it's in a unique spot because you think cloud saves are already, whether you're gold or not, is already given for Xbox because of the fact that they have the internal hard drives and it's saved there as well as it has a backup cloud save. Should anything happen to your physical, mm -hmm. it reverts to a previous cloud save. The mm -hmm. PlayStation has it works a little bit differently, though theirs is also part of their paid PSN. The way that theirs works is they have more control over their cloud saves because they can manually back up any physical saves on the console mm -hmm. to the cloud. And huh. should they ever That's delete still their... not an excuse, though. No, no, no. If, if you're going to go out no, no, one, no, you're no, not no, going to no, not no, go out the no, other. No, addict, addict, hang on. I said <laughs> it's a unique spot because of fact oh, they have a little spot. bit more. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not saying it's it's better. I'm just saying it's in a different spot compared to what Xbox place. does. But the fact is that for 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 Nintendo having to pay for these cloud saves is the is one of the big issues. While mm -hmm. while the price is fair mm -hmm. for the year with twenty dollars for a single person on what was it thirty or forty for for a family of eight, for seven for mm -hmm. seven that's mm -hmm. not bad at all. That's mm -hmm. not a that's not a bad price. But the fact is, how much did they state that was going to be for the cloud? Uh, save data that is going to be unlocked. And is that shared between the families? Because right. if you're using seven people, right. even if it's something like 32 gigs, depending on how many games are it's playing, gonna go by, it's, 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 it's going to go through. Right. It's going to go by account, individual accounts. It's not going to go by like one share file. Like it, it said on there for up to seven other accounts. Right. But but that's the thing is they say up to seven other accounts, but they didn't clarify because if you think about how the switch already works, even right. though you have separate accounts, it mm -hmm. is all still saved to the same shared device as well as same shared SD card. 
They haven't clarified how they the haven't clarified it. That, that information exactly. has not come out yet. So True. no one knows exactly what that I hear True. you. Now, my True. question to you, Lord Bloody, I know you made some great points. My question to you, though, is in reference to the cloud stage, because we know prior to this, you know, there was no mention of it. And we know a lot of people are switch owners who were clamoring to Nintendo. Please, please, please give us cloud saves. Please give us. And a lot of people have bricked their systems. You know, a lot of people were actually surprised that that it actually actually are going to support this service and have this service. Now, a lot of people are also surprised that this is behind the paywall. <laughs> that, you know, they got to wait until September, hopefully, that their systems don't brick. So in that respect, do you at least respect that they've got the actual feature or yeah, that doesn't impress you? No, it's it's a good thing that they got the feature. It, mm -hmm. it really is because it shows that they are trying to to make it more appealing as well as to be able to take care. You mean they're of trying the to they make have. the 21st century? Mm -hmm. <laughs> yes, they are trying to make it to the 21st century, but you I mean, know it's a good thing they have the feature. Had it. Like what? Like, yeah, I, well, well, like Nintendo's always been very iffy with their with their online services, and this this kind of goes not just beyond Nintendo. This is most Japanese mm -hmm. companies with their online is that they're very nuanced in the way that they that they mm -hmm. use their online system because it's still very archaic. Mm -hmm. Looking at Dragon Ball Z online as well as look at monster hunter online i mean nintendo mm -hmm. still using friend codes and those are are more ridiculous than a lot of other things <laughs> they got twitter so, and facebook integration buddy yeah <laughs> they're trying to step it up man i know they are trying to step it up <laughs> but i'm just saying that they're that if you look at them they're they're very nuanced and, and archaic in the way that they have their online set up for a lot I of know seven stuff. is more you advanced so than nice nintendo to is. them bloody bloody right now let's get little bloody you don't you don't even got now nah, because jay fonz really up you don't really got the though. yeah you don't got the the you got the soft gloves on you ain't got the bloody knuckles out for them <laughs> i see how you how you holding their hand and walking them down the corridor oh, I'm, no. to play them. <laughs> no, I'm just saying that they're it's skipping too you can't forget that yeah, yeah, you had a you had a love fest addict he <laughs> actually came in here and told you he gave you the nuances mm. of how their online structure is nuanced. <laughs> That's a way of telling you. I'm going to tell you what they're telling you. You have been very patient. I saw your comment in the chat. You're about to kill this topic. It's the floor is yours. Kill it. All right. <laughs> I got that. Look, man, I got that ice climber warmed up. You got it ready. We're going to go online, baby. Hey, send me that. Send Let me, me get you my social security. And, and you might as well, and you might as well send me your phone number too, because we're gonna need that to chat. Okay, so send me yeah. all your info. I'll need a photo in. ID. Oh, <laughs> so my question for Nintendo is this: What are we paying for? What are we paying for? <laughs> this this seems like the same stuff we've been using for years. Nintendo, what is this twenty dollars for? Because you ain't got party chat, you ain't got regular, you got friend code still. Like, what are we doing in two thousand eighteen? What are we doing? The privilege, the privilege of doing it on their console. Are you are you purchasing the privilege to play on the Switch? Lo Fonzarelli, are you purchasing? Hell no, I ain't purchasing. Hey, Fonzarelli. Hey, here's the here's the thing. Yeah, what's up? What's up? Are you gonna? Do you have a switch? 
Hell no! I ain't <laughs> oh, Pondarelli! Oh, Added coming for the exposing. Oh, hey, Go ahead. If you had a switch, would you buy Super Smash Brothers? Uh, if I had a switch in the household, my son would be playing Super Smash Brothers. Then you lying because you'd buy him one. But but here's the thing. Here's the thing. What am I? What are we paying for though? Like you right buy, now, you you, you pay for your your, your kids' playing, happiness. He's, so. been <laughs> he's been playing on that 2ds for a while, and he plays with friends online and stuff. And and I'm just thinking to myself, what is the difference now? What are you giving us for twenty dollars a year? The privilege, like Lewis the privilege of now playing <laughs> online with the same damn services they've been giving you, which has been crap since now, day one. Now to be Fair, though, to be fair and to be like a lot of this stuff is just verbiage is the way they say it too because okay so playstation or xbox xbox doesn't specifically say that any of this stuff is included in your xbox live subscription mm. obviously that goes to a lot of different things mm. it covers like the, the cloud saving stuff isn't free they just don't tell you where the money's coming from they don't tell you but somewhere in that money that you give them monthly to access xbox live you're mm. paying for that right so mm. nintendo just stupidly <laughs> decided to tell you yeah you're specifically getting this because of this they could have very easily charged you 20 bucks not mentioned that and you think it was free mm-hmm. and you know what i noticed too and this oh, goes for all podcasts it's not just iron lords go for it. anytime nintendo is brought up i see those numbers dip on on the viewer count <laughs> and then every few minutes it comes back up because they're coming back. We're still strong, baby. We're still seventy strong. They know what's about to happen. Yeah, they keep, they, they, but you notice they keep coming back, and they're oh, like, are yeah. they done? Wait, are they done? Are they done? Wait, with us, so, with us in particular, see, with us in particular, it works because it's it, it's always me and Cognito fighting the good, picking fight. it up, fighting the good fight, and then you have these two. Coming up, bringing yo, up the rear. Yo, it's <laughs> not, nah, 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 nah. So Don't even paint me with that brush. Don't even paint me with that brush. I don't even want that brush you using. Shout the brush you using, they, they can, they can sell you a turd brush, and, and it's shining up, and and you be like, yo, let me get that shined up turd. Nah, I'm not about that shined up turd. I just want to say. Shout out to Tommy, Switch Gang Unite. He also had a good question, though. He says, do you think that if you lose your subscription, do, do you it's lose your, your cloud saves? It's over. I got it's you, Chief Tommy. Playing. I got That's you, Chief Tommy. If, I got if, you, Chief Tommy. I got you. If that happens, you. oh, man. Mm-hmm. I and got and you, Chief Tommy. And let him finish up his thought. I, 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 I think this is further proof that the Switch is a handheld people and not a console. Ooh. That's okay. why they're not having this chat. They're not having headsets. They're not doing any of that that regular consoles have. Ooh. Period. I'm, you know, this thing, it, and that's why the Switch is doing so well, is because it is a handheld. That, that, everybody I know that has, has bought it tells me, oh, I bought it because I can play on the go. On the go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is uh, which is my primary function, but it's interesting. Lord King, you have been patient. You have waited. You are ready. <laughs> Lord, is your grandpa Nintendo is at your mercy. <laughs> Get oh, no, waited <laughs> for this day <laughs> to step on this stage to say exactly what I'm about to say. 
this is when success goes to your head. This is when keeping it real goes absolutely wrong. It is going <laughs> wrong. It has gone so wrong. It has gone so left. These dudes hoped out and held out hope. Nah, King, they're going to have virtual console, King. It's coming, King. Just King, my King don't like you that. worry. Nintendo's never done us bad, King. That just kind of sound like Laura Cognito, doesn't it? <laughs> Let me tell you something right now. I got all Dude, those little Mike. mini systems that they dropped out. They dropped out all those little mini systems. I got it, and I knew you wasn't getting virtual console because they're making a ton of money off of those little mini consoles. Yeah. So now that we ain't getting that, we getting Ice Climber Deluxe. <laughs> oh, did they say Ice Climber Deluxe? Yes, they did. Yo, what they gonna do? Keep the same graphics and add a buddy. <laughs> With online play, yo. Yeah, that's what I said. They adding an online buddy through the app. Now, check this out. You see what I got right here? I've been waiting for this to use this to show you. This is what you need to add to your phone, right? Um, So that you can um play on their thing. But make sure that you have this. To add to that, because the power of your phone is going to go down. And make sure you don't have a limit on your data cap, because you will actually be paying over $500. All right, you want to play their games, you're going to have to have a big budget. So they told you $20, but technically, it's not $20. It's not $20. And they told you, yo, for $35, you could bring seven more fools in on this. <laughs> they want the world to hate you. They want you to team up with six other dudes so they can hate you for bringing them in on cloud hey, 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 speaking I, of that, speaking yo. of that team up thing, That's you funny. know, I got to bring it up, man. <sighs> Who gonna let me mooch off they they family? <laughs> I, I got you, Eddie. I got you, man. Yo, I got you, who, who in this world gonna tell you, yo, you gotta pay for these cloud saves? Bruh! Yo, so if you're not up to par on your bill that month, you can't access your last save point. <laughs> you gotta play Castlevania from the beginning because you couldn't pay that four dollars for the month. Hey, can you imagine? Can you imagine that phone call to Nintendo? That one guy. Hey, I I can't afford the bill this month, but can I uh, please play? Ice can, can I please? I was at the last boss. I was at the last boss. Yo, it will be there for you next week. week. I'll get this you. This is month. the best way. And how to not do internet. If they could not mess it up any further than what they was doing, and I told them, they are going to completely whiff on this. They're going to hit their head with the bat. It's like they, you know, Barry Bond stepped up to the plate and he threw the pitch and he swung, he missed, and hit himself with the bat and fell asleep. <laughs> <laughs> this is what happens. Yo, I'm so happy it happened to them. I'm so happy it happened to them. You know why? Because I'm sick and tired of every week they're putting out the old recurgitated turds and shining them up talking about, yo, check out this new turd. It ain't new. It's the same old turd and it smells the same old way. Give me new games. Give me new games with new functionalities. Could you please get it up to, to the 20th century, 21st century? Could you please get this system up to par? This system is so below the boards. I'm glad they hacked it. I'm glad that they cannot fix it. I'm glad that they got to give you a new switch with some updated graphics and some more memory. And maybe you don't need a cloud King. save King. for $20. King. I, I, I know I couldn't wait. I'm sorry. King. I'm done. Come how you really feel, King. I'm done. I'll end this. Look, at the end of the day, 
You're still buying this shit. <laughs> no, yo, I can guarantee I won't buy that. He know, hey, he know hey, for a hey, fact hey, I won't hey, buy hey, it. Lord, Lord Cognito, when we hmm. sit there, uh, it's, uh, when that Amiibo plan come out, that Amiibo family plan watch. Oh, see, but here's the thing: he better stay away from Super Smash Brothers. Oh, I guarantee they ain't gonna be no Amiibo to help you uh, from the ass whooping you're gonna get. (laughs) Oh, you know it'd be nice if you was actually making it out to E3. You could be actually there, and I can bust your butt on deck while you did. Oh my god. Anyway, let me just wrap this thing up, man. Yeah, very, very um lukewarm experience for me reading this stuff. Um, yeah, the lack of messaging, lack of I mean you said kinda, lukewarm. Yeah, I mean the price. No, that was, was ice cold, bro. Don't, don't even lukewarm that. You don't you get had your say, that. King. You don't know. You do not get to lukewarm you that. That had is your ice say. cold. Yeah, you know what? You are right. You're right. I, who am I to tell you what temperature your water is? <laughs> if I like my stale food, I like my stale food. There it is. I'm sorry. I do apologize <laughs> for so trying good. to give you my opinion and say it's yours. I'm so sorry. That's okay. The whole thing is, look, man, very, the price point, cool. That's nice. I mean, we kind of had the writing on the wall. Shout out to Nick Tendo and uh, Saltiest Gamer. They had a great podcast talking about this subject. And, um, it's disappointing. There's there's no getting around it. At the end of the this day, this is damage mm-hmm. control, folks. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, it's very disappointing. You know, the price point is good, but it's just disappointing for the services. We waited a whole year to not have messaging and voice chat and to still be locked behind that stupid app. Unacceptable. Don't like that aspect. And as far as um just the flexibility of not having the app. And only thing I'm hoping on, and we'll get this into um next week's show, I'll get into my theories of what's going on, is that there is an alternative <laughs> method of going on. <laughs> Yo, shout out to Jay Fox for this two dollars for stopping. Shut up. They gotta donate no more. <laughs> That is awesome. Oh, that was awesome. Hey, no. question, <laughs> though. Quick question, though. What? Super Smash Brothers. What about Super Smash? I'm getting that day one. Yeah. No, who is buying this whack, uh, multi, uh, this online to play Super Smash Brothers online? I'm going to have to buy it. I have no choice. But at the end of the day, you know, it's very disappointing. Like I said, we waited that length of time. And, um, you know, this is what we got. And it's just it's just an antiquated thing. And just they, they, they refuse. It's like Claude King said. It's like. Them hitting them on their own self with their own, with their own bat in the face. They're winning, and there's no reason for this. And that's the part that's disheartening. So that's all I got. <laughs> I know Fonz is ready for us to leave. Yes. The down. So we will move on. <laughs> Lord Addict, a certain DLC has dropped for Destiny. So Warmind came out. Mm-hmm. It was kind of disappointing. Uh, but I feel like... It was a good direction and the right direction that Destiny needs to go. So I want to bring it to the uh, to the table and uh, speak with the Lords about it. Do you think it was it was enough to keep people to go into the uh, expansion in September, or do you think uh, that they might have lost because they didn't have a really good out into the uh, next one? Mm-hmm. All right, so let's let's start it off with who's actually played the DLC first. Anybody in the in the in the panel has played. I'm assuming Fonzarelli no. <laughs> I'm assuming Bloody no. Uh, that's correct. I was watching my roommate play it. Okay, Lord King, your hands are up. <laughs> Lord King. Yes, yes, yes. I, I'm here. Yes. All right, yo. So 
I love it. Um, like I said, I listened to your flashpoints, and you was uh, y'all were going into the nuances of the game and um what to expect in the patch notes and stuff like that. So I was uh pretty much abreast to it, and when I jumped back into it, I've been away from it for so long that it felt new and fresh. But immediately in playing the game, um. Like Lord Fonzarelli was saying, uh, he didn't like really the guns that were available inside Halo. Mm-hmm. And the guns that are available in this game and the reworked uh, uh, exotics and stuff like that, it really shines through. Uh, they know, if they don't know story, if their story is so small and they don't really have a real giant lore outside of the books or outside of the grimoires and stuff like that, they do know gameplay. They do know aesthetics, uh, the the way the world looks, the the way the enemies move. Uh, they know that, and what they do, they do it well. And jumping back in, I, I love how the exotics feels. I love the masterworks of it. Mm. I got to give a shout out to Lord <laughs> Chris because Lord Chris, um, actually. He's a hardcore game. Like I, I was, I was calling him Lord Adderall in, in the beginning, and. <laughs> And he, he he's a hardcore gamer. And he really plays Destiny. He's really enthusiastic. I gauge how the community sees the game by the team that, that that's inside the chat with us. And these guys are losing their mind with the new lighting on certain parts of the boards, of uh, the new strikes, the enemies, the very... The, they can't change it too much fundamentally, but they can fix some of the things that were broken that people was complaining about. The game is faster. The game plays a little bit more uh, solidly. Uh, the exotics feel like exotics. Um, there's more hardcore stuff to do. If you weren't at a certain level, you wasn't finishing a strike. So to be honest with you, they did what you guys complained about, what we complained about. They tried to fix it as best as possible, and I see it, and I told them, I said, you know, a lot of people are complaining that, oh, this right here, it didn't feel like much. Listen, the first pay-for DLCs that you pay for in that package are really small bites. Right. Right? And the big one is the one that they're going to announce later, and that's going to come, and that's going to be like a Taken King type of thing. And that's the one that's going to have a lot of change into it. And that's the one that's going to usher you into going into destiny three. Mm-hmm. So this one felt very substantial. Mm-hmm. It felt like a step in the right direction. Mm-hmm. Will I be back in the rage? Yes. I kind of felt FOMO mm-hmm. right now when you was talking about uh, Lord Sinister and y'all was in there and Lord mm-hmm. Sinister did ask me, shout out to Lord Sinister. Mm-hmm. He did ask me, uh, did I want to help up get my yeah, light level up so I can get yeah. right. Mm-hmm. But I was going to bed, you know, I work at night. Okay. So, um, I, I definitely wanted to be there. And I felt FOMO because I'm like, man, they had so much fun in the raid and I want to know what it looks like and mm-hmm. I want to know these things. So am I excited to play it? Yes. Mm-hmm. Is PUBG pulling at my legs? Yes, it is. Right. But at the same time, I got a squad that's over there and I can't deny the fact that they took a step in the right direction. I did not feel buyer's remorse like anybody else. I felt you know, let justified. Me, let me mind. ask you a quick question before I pass it off. Now, what do you say, Lord King, to the people who will say, I know Bloody and Fonz got their guns ready. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what do you say to the people who say, look, you know, that disappointed with the game at, since the launch, I felt, you know, cheated, robbed, or whatever, and at the end of the day, that they shouldn't have to wait to, you know, for this game to improve after all the mistakes of Destiny 1, and also with the fact that, let's be honest, in September, we're going to have to pay for, even if all those changes do happen, right, 
And it's the game that we want ultimately in Destiny 2, and it's it's that, in that Taken King-style expansion. What do you feel to the people who say, hey, but you're going to have to pay for that, and I'm not willing to do that, and they're finessing. They're finessing us. Like, what do you say to that contingent? I'm going to tell you this. They're their company. Their company that makes money. They told mm-hmm. you in the beginning, before you even purchased the game, everything mm-hmm. blew up. You didn't have anything. Only thing that you could bring was your face. So the fact of the matter is, if you felt that you was entitled to anything, you are entitled to nothing. If you don't choose to purchase it, do not purchase it. I will be purchasing that, sir. I do believe in destiny. I do believe in what they're promising. They're promising that they're going to try hard. They're promising that they're going to listen to the community and they're going to push forward because they are trying. They're going to fold up their tent and they could have said, the hell with you guys. We made our bread. Mm. But they're not. They're actually mm. digging in and they're telling you. They made a lot of bread project. in 2017. It was yeah. definitely. Mm. They made a lot of bread. Mm. Yeah. So, you know, they are giving you what you asked for. I'm sorry. I can't walk away from from, from this. After playing with a couple of my friends, mm. I can't walk away from this saying that I feel uh, with this DLC, because I actually like this DLC mm-hmm. opposed to Osiris. I thought Osiris was uh, a little flashy, mm-hmm. not too much substance. I mm-hmm. thought this had more substance, less flash. All right, fair enough. I want to get the guest in on this. Uh, we know, I know I had Fonz on last night with uh, on a rap rant. We had a good one on this. But I want also want to get Bloody, because Bloody's he, he, he be going hard, man. <laughs> Bloody has some great points. Shout out to Bloody Smash Podcast. And his appearances on the Salty's Gaming Podcast. So, bloody, what's your feeling of what you've seen on Warmind? What's your impression of Destiny right now? Where are you at with this whole thing? Okay, from what I've seen, I mm-hmm. do understand where King is. They they did do a much better understanding of the story. Mm-hmm. However, while they do have an idea of a better direction, it shouldn't be this long. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to point out this, as as Cognito pointed out, the first time when Destiny One came out. It was something unique. It had a lot of flaws, but it had potential. And we saw that growth Facts. over three years. Facts. But each time we had to pay for an expansion to see those improvements. Mm-hmm. Destiny 2 was the definition of an inch deep and a mile wide. While mm. the refinements to the gameplay were what we wanted, the content was not there. It was not substantial enough. There was no reason to grind or anything else. Mm-hmm. The raid wall cool had very little afterwards because of the fact that if you had the clans, they made it very, very casual friendly because they made it so you don't have to do anything. You can get free stuff for having other people. That takes away from the aspect of doing it as well as exactly. with them already solidifying and making everything set perks. The casual that it takes away from the looking for the gun that you want to get with the right perks that you right. want for that weapon. It Correct. took away a lot of the aspects that people chase. There was nothing there. Curse of Osiris was the first expansion mm-hmm. that was what, $15, $20 at the time? And mm-hmm. it didn't add much. It just was Facts. a little bit of a story that completely fell off with one of the biggest characters in the lore because of the fact Preach. that Osiris had so much buildup for four years Preach. of how important he was. And we saw him for what, all of two minutes? Two minutes. And, and saw nothing but these uh, memories or flashes of Osiris mm-hmm. or whatever the hell he was called. <laughs> and then saw him once for five seconds at the end to talk to Okora and then left. That's it. We don't yep. see him at the tower. We don't see anything else. He's, he's just gone. Yep. Then you had to pay. Facts. Yeah. 
he wasn't an NPC. And if you wanted this the ghost shell of Sagira, you had to go through microtransactions to get mm. that ghost shell. You didn't get anything for doing the content. The weapons themselves that were a part of the lighthouse were heavily grinded that were nothing but reskins with just some added wires to make it look vexing. Mm. It was very nothing. And now we come again for talk about we come about again now four or five months later with what they did right now with Warmind. Mm -hmm. One, the the some people don't like the name because the fact that you look at all the others, very cool names. Dark below the uh rise of iron, you had the wolves. taken king, house of wolves, you had uh curse of Osiris, and then you have a single worded expansion with Warmind. A lot of people wanted to be gods of Mars because that made it so right. much more concerning on what tied into the lore now mm -hmm. with that they brought in the fact that one this is another dlc that just used reskin enemies because mm. of the fact that they keep bringing the goddamn hive back why is the hive <laughs> you don't like the, the snowy single... hive bloody the ice hive is is a cool concept why the fuck do we have to go through seven expansions with the same goddamn enemy in every single one because the hive are always there just like the the fallen are in every expansion even if it's not about them they're still goddamn there why don't they do anything unique we saw what they did with the taken which were just the same enemies which just made black and white gooey and had different powers That's it. they haven't done anything unique they haven't changed anything the fact is too I brought up what we're seeing right now with Warmind and what we saw with Curse of Osiris was meant to be a part of the game five years ago right. when it originally was written. They right. cut it up and put it on the shelf for nearly five years. This is five-year-old DLC. Tell them why you mad. Because of the fact that <laughs> no, I'm mad because here's the thing. I when I first played this Destiny, is the I knuckles found, are needed yeah. on a Nintendo though. <laughs> <laughs> here's the thing. I the thing that the reason I'm mad is because I enjoyed Destiny. I did. Mm. I stuck, stuck through it through vanilla through mm. the year one when it was the darkest days mm. and saw the improvements in Taken King and then saw when Rise of Iron came out. It was in the perfect spot. Right yes. amount of content, yes. right amount of rewards, enough to grind Preach. for it and kept you going. Preach. But what we got in Destiny 2 was such a major step down. I'm Preach. not going to do another three years of iteration to get it back to where it should have been in the first I place. And then add the content. Look at mm -hmm. the raids that they've added. They're small, short raid layers. Mm -hmm. All raid layers. One major Nord Attic is not a fan. Yep. The, the fact that, yes, I get it. It's a trilogy all explaining about Kallus and the Leviathan. The lore about Callus is great. I have the I have the collector's edition with Me the book too. about that. Why is the fact that everything has to go back there if it doesn't necessarily have an aspect to the to the to the expansion? Like each Thank expansion you. before had their own dedicated raid yes. that makes sense to their to their talk story. That talk, bloody, let's go. Because of the fact that look at look at Oryx and look at Crota. That mm -hmm. all tied to the to the yep. to this expansion that yeah, it came I'm out. Sorry, with. whoever whoever came out with raid layers to take over layers, they need to get fired. Yeah. Yes, and I and think a lot of did get fired already though. And, <laughs> and this is what I'm saying is that you're telling me in a studio of over 900 because mm -hmm. it's 300 at at Bungie and they're using three separate studios to work on this. You're telling me during the two years because they mm -hmm. had to they had to push back. 
Destiny 2. Because when Destiny 2 launched, that was actually supposed to be their next expansion because yes. Rise of Iron was supposed to be their Right after Taken was supposed to be Rise of Iron to fill in that time gap before Destiny 2 came out when Rise of Iron actually launched. Mm -hmm. But because of the fact that they had to do another reset mm -hmm. like they did with the first game and it acts, mm -hmm. ask Activision to mm -hmm. let them take another year to do it, that's why we got such a soft content launch with mm -hmm. with them bringing back the mm -hmm. uh what was it the 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 wave mode there in the yeah in, the, in what you call in, it. i know what you're talking about mm -hmm. yeah and right after taking king and we had those six months that were very light up until rise of iron correct and then rise of iron had a massive content drought what the mission of what happened to the darkness? Yeah, exactly. They, they said they had no idea what the darkness shout was. Shout out to Dealer in the they, chat. So shout they, out to they Alfie. Pulled that, they, they pulled always been trash. Dealer, you can stop misbehaving in here. <laughs> uh, what up, Dealer? Yeah. Dealer, my man. Dealer, you're crazy. But the thing is, and and this is what what's the most one. Not only that is that the fact that they took out the darkness because they had no idea what it was is the fact that they have shown with these two expansions mm -hmm. that they are not capable of putting mm. out enough content in a short period of time without mm -hmm. making just reskins and using already made areas. They Preach. made they made two small areas that mm. they can make use. They 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 kept talking, highly mm. talking about the infinite force and mm. force of Osiris being this big procedurally generated area that you oh, yeah. and you use it twice in the story. Yep. And you can't, and, and, you, can't the... you, and you can't use it after the story. Exactly, dude. That would have been the perfect That would have been the perfect. It would have been. It mm -hmm. would have been. As well as the fact that they, the only time they use it is on certain patrols, and then they stated that they mm -hmm. have these really hard patrols that are going to be there in the court of orcs. They're yeah. on Mercury, and it was completely unworth the time that you put into it. Mm -hmm. No, you're preaching right now. It's the fact that they've shown that. While they have an idea and and that they repeat that they're listening, but they keep making the goddamn same mistakes over and over, over and, and over, over again. again. Right, yeah. and, and, and where where you're right, Lord, buddy. And the first one, thank you. You drop bombs, straight fire. And where you're right is because at this point, how can they ask the community to forgive them after the mistakes of Destiny One? Like you said, where they had the game in a state. Towards the end, by you figure taking King slash Rise of Iron from a reward standpoint, from a grind standpoint, from a time investment standpoint, things and systems were in place that made the game worth it. And to have Destiny 2 launch in such a regressive, yep. casual state. The part that features it, that were missing. The part that annoys me the most mm -hmm. is it's like it's like I said, when the you can ask Lord Cognito the moment the game launched, and mm -hmm. I played like two days of it, I was like. Yo, all the stuff missing from Destiny One. They're going to make a big deal when they bring it back into Destiny Two, like like it's new, like it hasn't been around. Like, exactly. Why That's did they exactly spend what they twenty did. minutes uh, uh, of that stream talking about public matches? You did the same thing last year. Like, yeah. Look, and here and here's the best part about that is when they did their 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 spring roadmap when they talked back in in April and they said, "Look, guys, private matches coming back, six v six coming back." It's like, what the hell were you thinking? That's what we had originally. I understand the 44 <laughs> making things tactical, but it slows down. No, the, it, the, it the PvP in such a way. It, 
it they, wasn't tactical at all, bro. That that four v four was trash. Basically, it was just it's, it's trash because the fact that they made the maps too large to fit four v four. They were made for six v six. The only way that four v four mattered was in trials because it helped out to even with the three v threes on some of the maps. But as for everything else, it did not do anything. As well as with them already increasing the TTK and making two weapons well, that were dominant well, enough to to bypass that and hit hard enough and kill well, fast enough that I, it I, made the PVP useful. Here's the thing, bloody you, you you've talked so much. You've basically you know put out there like almost every single problem there with the, uh, you know Destiny Two. Uh, I, I can only add a couple of things here. Like, I don't know if this stuff has been changed because I stopped playing a few months back, but I will say some Probably of the not. things that really bothered me was um, who told them in the first place that we wanted the uh, the weapon slots changed from uh, primary, secondary, and heavy slot? I no mean, one. Nobody, right? And then, you know, when they took away the fact that we had uh, legendary drops with different roles and they took that away so the grind wasn't there anymore that's one of the things that really pissed me off because we always looked for that god role in exactly. Destiny 1. and and that was one of the top reasons why i used to love to play strike yes, and they, totally, they totally made strikes irrelevant in destiny 2 for me yes they did Yes, and they they also, they also took away the ability, the simple ability to choose the strike you want to play. Yes. Mm -hmm. Just yes. ridiculous and, stuff like that made me walk and away. I'm, and that. I'm glad you brought that up, especially with the with the fact that I, I touched on is the set rules. Because of the fact that all the newer weapons, just being reskins of guns that we already have, are having some of the same set rules. They're just very cosmetically different if mm. you look at what happened with destiny one with mm. each of the expansions their guns were different because they matched the aesthetics of their of the the expansion they came from but they also had different perks look mm -hmm. at look at vision of confluence the god tier scout rifle of vault of glass then right. you look at fang of or Ute from the ex from uh from mm -hmm. crota's raid and that was a faster firing it had full auto. It had. It was significantly it different. Wasn't even, it wasn't even about the raid guns, though. It was about no. the strike weapons, like the grasp yeah. of Malik. You know, yeah. You, you know, the and and the strike, the strike yeah. loot they made has has been very lackluster. And here's the worst. Like I get that they reworked the exotics. The exotic guns, good step. The the changes that they made have helped to improve those weapons. Mm -hmm. However, the fact that now they made ornaments, you have to un you have to un first earn the ornament, mm -hmm. then you have to go through these long processes of trying to unlock them by doing some sort of long grinding task that makes no sense when you should you already grinded to just get it, mm -hmm. as well as the fact that the masterwork, uh, um. Uh, System that they have in place okay. doesn't do much to add to the. Yeah. Add to the hold on, hold on. Let me jump in. Let me jump in. Yeah. My power oh. came back. <laughs> okay. Sorry, I had to jump out. <laughs> All right, here's the deal. The exact that mass mass work stuff is actually not true because what it is, the the mass works do give you a tremendous gameplay benefit, which is one, it creates orb creation with multi kills. Then you also get armor resistance based on the subclass and you, your configurability with the actual stats. So say, for example, an armor piece has recovery or mobility, you can actually configure it with the masterwork. I'm not saying that these are, oh my God, game changing. <laughs> I'm not trying to say that. But I will say offensively, if you have a masterwork, that's why like having a legendary masterwork was a huge advantage because if I had my better devil's masterwork or my name was Midnight and I'm getting multiple kills, I'm generating orbs to create that's my super that's, which actually creates that's, more okay. offense, that's which, 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 which was one of the problems. Wait, hold on one second. That was with 
than that's Destiny 2 Vanilla. The cooldowns were so slow. Getting yep. your grenades and your supers were so slow. Yep. Everything was neutered almost to cater to a PvP crowd. For for the sake mm -hmm. of balance, because and, they ruined and, that that power but, fantasy. Exactly, and, and that's what Destiny is about. Destiny is about that power fantasy, feeling like a guardian, getting your super, doing things, and they they were so hell bent on casualizing things and making it easier to get difficult things, removing the grind, and then mm -hmm. also th that separation from PVE to PVP. Right? Well, you see, yeah, though, and the grind was still there with with going after this masterwork stuff, right? Mm -hmm. But this masterwork stuff, uh, to me, it wasn't as satisfying. I agree, completely yeah. agree. You got, got Nicholas Graham in the in the chat here saying God rolls meant they would have to balance more, which is something they didn't want to do for mm -hmm. PvP. And he's right, but at the same time, we have the same issue with masterworks. Right. So, I mean, you know, there's always going to be balancing issues, and that's the right. one thing about MMOs that you mm -hmm. can never really fix between PVE and PVP. Right. That's why I mm -hmm. said it always separate. Here, here's the last point I'm going to make on it, and I'll give it to you, bloody, because I know you want to talk. <laughs> the thing is, they they coming into Destiny 2, right, there seems to be a conscious decision that we made, because Destiny 1 is, is and I had this conversation with Kai Batsu before, we have to admit, as fun as Destiny 1 was, right, it, it probably wasn't the most balanced PVP, so to speak. So in my opinion, they looked at, okay, let's try to balance it. Let's try to get into the esports scene, you know, and all of this at the sacrifice of the hardcore base and the sacrifice of fun. Destiny 1 was more fun. The chase for the random roles, the mm. weapon placement, all those things that we love. There was no, they had the formal. There was no need to change that, it. That is, mm -hmm. that is why we what? went after those weapons because we facts. wanted to have those god roles in yep. those facts. PvP. And yep. that was part of the chase, part of the fun in, the, in that game, in Destiny 1. So, I mean, for me, like people who are complaining about these god roles and stuff, you know what? Get good. Go out there and go after them. <laughs> It really was that way, but now with as you mentioned with the PvP, because they casualized it, they're literally there, especially when I was playing back in September and October, mm -hmm. there were two auto rifles that were in the in the energy weapon slot now, as, as I put it, that were literally the top tier. As long as you had one of those, you didn't need anything else. There was nothing else to go. If you wanted to use anything else, you did that in PvE. You go specifically into PvP, use one of these two auto rifles, and I think one submachine mm -hmm. gun that was a kinetic. I think it was the Antiope D. You use mm -hmm. those with, with just, just very, very bare minimum of aspects, and you're set. Because the mm -hmm. fact that they had the hot, the the fastest TTK, they were the yep. hardest hitting, and the fact that most of them increased the flinch, so right. you just you were you just ran. Everyone had the same loadout, and it discouraged weapon variety. Completely exactly, agree. there was there was, no, there was no weapon variety, and 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 some of the weapons that they neutered. Mm -hmm. If you looked at how how the um, what was it? Uh, exotic scout rifle. I can't think of it right now. Uh, Mida. Yeah, the Mida worked at Destiny One. Had had very fast firing, had flinch. They took away the flinch and just gave it the fast firing. So now it didn't have that same kind of aspect, and it wasn't used very much in PvP because of the fact that it didn't have that defense against something that were had those added flinch. The and the worst thing about it is when you mentioned the subclasses is that they took away the variety yes, on, on loadouts from the subclasses. Yeah, I just talked yes. this on Brap, and, and yeah. that that was a huge disservice because yeah. you basically simplified. The mid maxing, the customization, you, you now just basically have two preset, pre made loadouts per subclass, and you're locked in. You, you can make no combination of a skill. Mm -hmm. and that's 
you, you and, are and, here's, and here's the best part about that because of the fact that they simplified the loadouts for for subclasses is that one of them for most subclasses are very irrelevant from some of the perks that are on yes. there so people only use one the entire time so you're not mixing it up you're not making variety you're not allowing yourself to do it like i i always played as a hunter and when they introduced in the taken king the night stalker it had really good abilities it had where you can shade step it also had the ability to where you had the increased uh, radar and you can see where all items are as well right. as you also had an ability where you can change between either creating orbs, mm -hmm. tethering more and a lot of things mm -hmm. or um, being able to increase the the uh, recovery and armor of everyone around you for all the kills while there's tethers. Mm -hmm. Now, you can actually use certain exotics and use certain skills and min-max and get a majority of those by doing it the right way. But if mm -hmm. you look at the Night Stalker build in this game, mm -hmm. the fact is that it was either one you had the rolls that would just make you slightly invisible for a little bit longer. And then it, what it did was it gave you the smoke grenades that made mm -hmm. you invisible. Those aren't very useful. Right. Because the fact that when you're, when you're looking in PVP, mm -hmm. you're going to be throwing those. So why are you going to use those? They took a, and then they, they, the only thing that they gave you else was the increased smoke, but it did very little. They mm -hmm. didn't have the venom smoke anymore. That made sense well, with certain builds. I just want to say one more thing on it and I'll be done with it. You know, I know Bungie doesn't like to call destiny an MMO and I, and, and I get oh, what they're no, saying there, but at the same time, I, I mean, what did they call it? Like a shared world yeah, shooter? Shared world shooter. Shared world shooter. Yeah. But it's, it's the MMO game. Game. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. game. Yeah. But we're, we're not kidding ourselves. It's an MMO hey, light hey, game. Bloody, bloody, bloody. Let me finish. Please. Definitely. Talk a lot, brother. You talk a lot. <laughs> Go ahead. Um, but I just want to say one quick thing. So, but the thing is, at the end of the day, this is, or, or was, a grindy game this was very mmo like and it is still you cannot pull yourself out of that genre you just can't because right. if you're trying to go to the route of uh just say a shooter a shared world shooter um i think that's the main problem they tried to take some of that grind away but you also took that longevity away yes and and the thing about uh mmos at the end of the day what keeps people there uh well it's the hardcore audience right. that stays there it's not casual. So when you cater cater to a casual, you're not gonna get them there for the long haul. You're just they're gonna get their stuff and they're gonna go. Yes, and and that's the problem. That's why millions have left. Mm -hmm. Yeah, facts. Let me just finish up, and I'm sorry for dropping. Had a little power issue, but um, great points, buddy. You you on fire, and that's why I brought you in because I think you represent the informed yet passionate. You're not a you're not what I consider a destiny hater. You played this game. You love part one. And you're upset, and it hurts me to hear how bad Bungie has like dropped the ball for a person like you to be done. Because I know you're a true Destiny guy, you know what I mean. And the same thing with Fonz, the whole bit. So, and Attic, even Attic, to some respect, you know, he's a raid guy, and to see the raid layers and the state, you know, that they are, uh, it, it just hurts him because that's what we do. Now, I will say this, you know, I play Warmind. It's definitely substantially better, in my opinion, than uh, Curse of Size, which is a very low bar. <laughs> so we're never going to go there. But at the end of the day, I'll probably give it a B minus. Here's the thing. For the amount of content they're getting, you know, the improvements that they've made are very subtle. These are very small changes, what I consider baby steps for the hardcore to go towards the ultimate direction that they are trying to get to in September. September, from what I heard, and I'm going to be real with y'all, you know, I put the game down for a lot of months, too. You know, I was very disappointed. I was upset that this this direction change they went, this over casualization, the Hawthorne, you, you've talked about it at Nausea and Bloody. I know you went in. 
my thing was, okay, now that the sales have gone down, right? Because the first year, the sales were great. They had the biggest games, 2017. Now, every subsequent month, they are not even on the Destiny is not even on the top 10 of games sold per MPD. Like that's mm -hmm. that's tremendously low. Second, player count has dropped tremendously low. Look at the trials numbers. Look at all the ELO stats. Like no one, the community has moved on. Let's be honest, the competition, you got Fortnite out here, right? You got Fortnite dropping the Infinity Gauntlet DLC <laughs> free on the day of the Warmind drop. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You got PUBG out here. You've got all these other things. You got death. You got Division Two coming. I know King's Monster Hunter World is still going. Monster hard. Hunter World. You've got the Destiny is not only the only game in town anymore. You know what I'm saying? No so problem. at the end of the day, and then think about think about uh, October fans, right? And you got Red Dead. You know, you got Call of Duty, Battlefield. You know what I'm saying? Battlefield wanna, is what I'm looking. I want to stay, to. son, because I'm about to take off. But all um, right, I know, I know, I'm, about to, I'm gonna give it. I'll give it to you right after finish. And um, all I'm saying is. This is what I like. What I like is now they're forced to bend the knee. They got no choice to listen because at the end of the day, this game will be done. Shout out to Ebondis. We do Flashpoint every week. This game will be done. It's, you can pretty much say it's almost done now, right? It's trying to do a comeback. It's on life support. All I will say to you guys is that there's been a big Destiny Community Summit, right? And that, to be honest with you, bloody, I thought this was just all dog and pony show. I thought this was just them trying to, you know, create, do a PR thing. And I know yeah. a lot of content creators. I'll shout out to, you know, saying um, Fallout Plays, Major Sean, the crew, all these guys, Mylan Games, the lore guys, all that. Yep, and yeah, they came right. there with the hard-hitting questions. Why did you mess up this game? What were the reasonings? What was the thought process behind the design and way all these things that you changed that didn't need to be changed, right? They took the feedback. They told them those reasons why I can't say on the NDA. That's cool. But then they came back and say, okay, well, this is what we got planned for September, guys. They told that to the community. The community looked at it and collectively said, no. If you release what you plan on releasing, this game is dead. That is not acceptable. So at that point, Bungie, the devs, they came out the room. They took all the feedback. They came back the next day and said, okay, we took what you're saying. Here's what we propose instead based on all the feedback you guys stand from the PvP community, the PvE community, the raid community, the law community. And from what I was told from very reliable sources that September is what everybody wants and is super excited about. Now, I was told ahead of time, Warmind is not going to change the game. They've made subtle changes that ultimately will lead to September. Now, is it too late for September? It may very well be. You got guys like you who are done with the game. They're not even trying to hear it, nor trying to pay $40 to experience a better game. I feel yep. you. And, and at yep. the end of the day, there may be nothing that can save Fonz and Bloody. That just maybe those bridges may be burnt. But I will say this from very confident sources, from people that I played, and also this new mode that, that people are talking about that's never been introduced in Destiny that people say is going to blow people's mind. And from a lore perspective, I'm hearing great things. Addict, it's on you, and we move on. Look, at the end of the day, when it comes to this, it's little things that they can do to, to make it better on me. I feel like this, this expansion was good. But there was little things that they could improve on. Like, why is it we go from one mission that we run into the worm and the next mission we fight it? Yeah, the fight was kind of lame, too. It's like there should have been different phases in the fight, at least. Yes. It's like we literally just he was a bullet sponge until he died. 
mm-hmm. uh, comes to the raids. They they drop the ball every every time on the raids. I I haven't liked the raids since um, Wrath of the Machines. Mm-hmm. Uh, Leviathan was cool, but at the end of the day, it took away that serious yes uh, tone from Destiny. It was a game show. The dude was messing with you the whole time. Mm-hmm. Facts. Yeah. Facts. Good point. Uh, we get to the uh, Osiris like. Mm-hmm. I personally liked the last fight of Osiris, but anything up into the last fight was trash. Mm-hmm. Um, they could have used that that never-ending uh, force. They could have made that into an event. Mm-hmm. It could have like randomly generated something from like maybe the uh, from year one because that that's pretty much a time machine too. Mm-hmm. No, they I could they could have did like if you go and click on it, like mm-hmm. it spawns an old encounter from destiny one that you mm-hmm. can relive like something to that matter. Like, but they don't want to do that. What they want is they want to make this game to a bridge gap where people are satisfied on the hardcore side, but they can bring as much casuals as mm-hmm. possible so they can get their bank account as big as possible. Mm-hmm. That was their, that was their intent. Guess what? That didn't work. It didn't because work. Then they realized that that, that big bulk of money that they got last year, that was nice. But guess what? People ain't spending that kind of money uh, uh, at the at the verse like they were in Destiny yeah. One because who's the casuals are not gonna go out. Uh, you know mm-hmm. they will to this to to that point. But you got people like mm-hmm. you know remember when um what was that expansion came out and Black literally spent a hundred dollars and got everything in ten minutes. <laughs> oh yeah, 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 I remember that one. Okay. Casuals aren't doing that. Yeah, they're not doing that. Look, we've gone completely over, so I gotta ask the, the round table. We have to make an executive decision because we're running late. I gotta go. I know you, you gotta go. That is cool, Attic. I appreciate you staying. For the final topics, we've got uh base consoles, the Microsoft uh, AAA and the days gone. Um King, I'm gonna put it on you. What do you you wanna you wanna do base and then and the rest or what you want to do? Um the base can be very quick, uh, okay. to be honest. These topics, these topics is not expansive. It's, mm-hmm. it's really what do you feel type of topics. Yeah. You know? So let's leak them. Yeah. Let's leak, let's bleed them all in together. All right. So all right. so base the quadruple A stu- base console is your topic. The quadruple A studio announced in days going impressions. King, start off start off your whole point with uh base consoles. What you talking about? All right, dealer. Um, I'm just gonna give you a shout out real quick. This was what's going on in the Twitter world this week. Yeah. I talked about exclusive for Microsoft being those uh 4K uh, movies. Fantastic. Watch Transformers yesterday. <laughs> anyway, um, I see these systems, these, these the PlayStation Pro and Xbox uh, One X, mm-hmm. and I hear the rumblings talking about new systems, right? Mm-hmm. And my question mm-hmm. is. When is it time for them to kill off these base systems like that the 720 or the not what the 900p uh Xbox that's holding up PUBG or the base PlayStation and really the base PlayStation isn't a problem because the PlayStation Pro is basically the same exact thing to be honest with you they never really uh pushed the power that far away from the base because mm-hmm. the the base playstation was pretty much powerful in itself uh i don't think they're actually maximizing the power of the pro and they're not necessary it's really this question is basically really for microsoft when is it time for them to kill off their base system <laughs> and um allow the power that's inside the x to shine through would you when would y'all be comfortable for the base system to go the way to dinosaur let's solve let's solve jumping because he had to go through the endure the destiny topic yeah. Yeah. <laughs> i'm sorry i'm back the button is on oh. <laughs> <laughs> 
I, I'll say this for Microsoft. I mean, they already got rid of their base system, right? You, we're talking about the S here, right? Um, so for Microsoft, to me, it's 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 not a matter of when they do it because again, their whole strategy moving forward is, is this iterative thing. So they're they're going to be happy with all these consoles coexisting. I think at some point, right, the X does become the de facto console, but that's right. going to be because of the energy of that machine. We're looking at you know, when they're comfortable selling that machine at $300 is when you don't really see the S anymore. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if that's anytime soon. Um, mm -hmm. On the PlayStation side, I think it's, it goes back to this. For them, I think it's it's $200. When they're comfortable mm -hmm. selling that Pro at 200 250 mm -hmm. um, maybe a packing game or something like that, mm -hmm. then we sort of, we see them moving and not necessarily phasing out the PlayStation for the base PlayStation, but you'll be selling that console for a buck fifty. I don't think you know they've always they've made their money at the back end of every console generation, mm -hmm. selling you know a hundred dollar, hundred fifty dollar consoles, slims, things like mm -hmm. that. Um, so we haven't really seen a redesign of the PS4, a slim version. So that's something that could be in the pipeline too, mm -hmm. for for considerably cheaper. So to me, yeah, the 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 lifespan of the PS4 per se is as a base console is going to be around for a while. I don't see it really going anywhere. Lord Fonz, what do you feel on the uh, base consoles? Yeah, I don't think they're ever going anywhere. Oh, well, they're not going anywhere this generation anyway. Um, I, I just don't think that they're going to uh, come on. I mean, that's, that's the majority of the players out there. The they, they own these base consoles. And mm -hmm. so I don't think they're going to get rid of them um, anytime soon. Mm -hmm. Uh, they'll start to phase them out once uh, the next generation starts, maybe mid-gen, start phasing out those older consoles, maybe just keep around the X and the Pro. I don't know. But as far, as, far as the Pro and the PS4, though, like King said, there's not much difference between those two. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. uh, resolution bump. But, man, the Pro is, an, is a good system still, man, the base mm -hmm. model. Okay. No doubt, Lord Bloody. What do you feel about base model? I mean, consoles? it... it <coughs> I mean, it, it's it's kind of a, a, a time thing because especially if you look at Microsoft, they already got rid of the OG. Mm -hmm. You know, they transitioned over as the S being the new the new base that it's the it's the one that does, you know, more than the OG did, you know, offer that 4K scaling and at a very reasonable price point, averaging sometimes around one hundred and eighty dollars up to I think it's two fifty normally mm -hmm. like that, that. That's their base. And I think that, you know, once we start seeing the X really drop down to like. 400 because we see it going on sales for about 450 to sometimes 400 but once they set it to about 400 350 and kind of go lower we're going to mm -hmm. see the the s kind of phase out and that may not be for another two years or so but Fair you know, enough. but but with the playstation you know the slim is a step down from what the the base ps4 does and and they announce the slim later and mm -hmm. then now they have the pro like at some point the, it's 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 shown that they're making and pushing for the pro to be the de facto ps4 mm -hmm. so it, it's about that time to really kind of phase out the 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 base ps4 you know maybe keep the slim if they want that mm -hmm. that optional price point for, mm -hmm. for a lot of the 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 wider audience who may not want not want the pro but with the fact that the pro being 
you know, what is it, 400 and it's often on sale for 350, almost 300 right. on on quite often. They're making that the their 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 mainstay and that's their big selling point. You see it in all their mm-hmm. commercials, PlayStation Pro, PlayStation Pro, PlayStation Pro. Right. So it's it's about time for Sony to really phase out the base. Um maybe, you know, like I said, keep the slim for another year or so and then maybe phase it out. Mm-hmm. But it's obvious that the that the that the pro is going to be their main de facto all right. around whereas Microsoft is focusing on using as, as the as as the family console the entry console mm-hmm. and that the x is you know for for a lot more the hardcore and mm-hmm. and those who really want the best tech and that we're going to see that be their their mainstay you know in a few years yeah no i, I think you, that you guys are making all good points at the round table i think we're just in a different space now i think honestly the way the ecosystem is and these mid-generation console refreshes are mm-hmm. it's one of those things that you know, they're trying to move, everyone's trying to educate people moving forward, moving your library forward and stuff like that. I do agree with King in one sense though. I, I mean, I think I agree with Fonz in the sense that look, that's the majority of the base. I don't see them getting rid of it completely right right now. But um, at the end of the day, when the, if both companies apply the philosophy of moving your library forward, at some point, the base will not be able to keep up with PS5 and Xbox too. Mm-hmm. You know, at some exactly. point, so th- there's going to have to be a hard line in the sand. It, it almost reminds me of the iterative updates with iPhone, right? I remember having like, you know, I'm not an iPhone guy, but I had like an iTouch or something. I use it just for music when I'm at the gym. And at some point, it was like it took me about four or five years. They upgraded the firmware and, you know, the iPhone 10 or whatever came out. My old iTouch could not compete. It could not do certain things. <laughs> and I had to get a new phone. So I think at some point there will be a hard line in the sand, a cutoff point, which will probably bring a smile to Lord King's face because he wants to phase out base consoles. He's got nothing but love for premium experiences. <laughs> <laughs> so I know he'd be happy about that, but I, that's what I got on it. What, what you got on uh, uh, what you call the base before you move on real quick to the other last two? Yeah, that's it. All right, cool. I'm, I'm, I'm good with it. Uh, like I told you, I said it was just a, a, a temperature, you know, for yeah, the, taking the temperature. No yeah. doubt. So I just want to bring shout out to TF Guard, who's very patient on this. Um, wanted to bring the Microsoft Quadruple A Studio. Announced. <laughs> <laughs> More A's than you can handle. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so they talking about <laughs> they talk about now, you know, the defunct uh, Windows. Shout out to Lord Jess Gordon, man. He's a tremendous article on Windows Central right now. And talking about what's going on with so obviously the promotion of Matt Booty, the first party games lead, the hiring of the X Tomb Raider studio, Daryl Gallagher, and it's setting up in uh South California, you know, it's kind of like where uh Sony Monica is at, you know, Sony. <laughs> and they're setting up a new studio out there, you know, in SoCal, and they're talking quadruple A as far as budget as far as making a focal point and Microsoft trying to make a splash into resuscitating that first party. So I'm bringing it to the Lords. Let's start with Fonz and then um, Bloody. What do we feel about the quadruple A announcement in uh, Santa Monica? And um, what can we expect? What do you think, Fonz? You know, I, I think they should start with uh, getting some triple A's out there first. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. No, honestly, it, it's a <laughs> Step in the right direction. Um, I, I think this is good news, and this is something to be excited about as a gamer in general. Uh, people who are naysaying this and, and bad mouthing it, just come on, it's not necessary. They're, they're at least putting together a studio here that's mm-hmm. that should put out some good product. Um, that remains to be seen, but uh, yeah, step in the right direction. Yeah, I feel you, man. Lord Bloody, what do you feel about the quadruple, the A's in the building? I mean, it's it's a great thing, and I actually mentioned this uh, back on on GRG. And the fact is that one, 
we we know this was the studio that was being set up for for Gallagher because he's right mm -hmm. there in California, and that they defined it as being a, a very big budget studio. Uh, mm -hmm. you know budget studio with over a hundred million dollars that means that they're really trying to put together a big team to mm. do really big uh projects these big big yep, that's what Los Santos was saying about the budget. yeah yeah mm -hmm. and 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 much love to him but the thing about it too is that think about the location and what they're doing they're putting it right in Santa Monica mm -hmm. Santa California Texas some and Washington and a few yes. on the on the on the east coast are big hot spots for talent we see Facts. so many big studios in these four specific areas yes right there in Santa Monica you see uh Santa Monica Sony division that mm -hmm. that 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 did all that we've seen you know uh naughty dog around and here in Texas you know you have uh, it's uh it's studios you have uh, a Bethesda studio you have a Bioware studio in Austin and Dallas there's mm -hmm. so many big studios and and California is such a big hotspot from LA to San Diego and all that area are big uh big hotspots for tech companies and talent mm -hmm. for these so mm -hmm. them deciding to want to really put a big studio there and put someone who with with gallagher more than likely being the head of the studio who brought back really big franchises in new ways with what he did with crystal dynamics and and tomb raider alongside cory ballark um mm -hmm. you know he knows what he's doing he can bring fresh air into either already made ips or bring a fresh idea to something new with a big team this is a great thing and anyone who's thinking bad of it no this this mm -hmm. is a good thing because this further pushes innovation and mm -hmm. gaming because this helps push sony to make either bigger studios or double down with the studios they have to do something even better it's a great mm -hmm. thing all the way around Shout out to Doogie Hauser, DDS in the chat, Hayton. Just marketing jargon from Microsoft. They've been mostly all fluff this gen, scant on anything if tangible. He's not uh, feeling the quadruple. I got, I got what it is though. I'll tell you in a second. Lots <laughs> of. So I, it's funny you mentioned that because I think I think it's more than marketing jargon. I mean, when you look when you say quadruple A, right, it sounds like a like a marketing buzzword, right? Mm -hmm. But when I think about triple A, right, I mm -hmm. think about three specific pillars that identify those games for me, right? I think mm -hmm. about I think about gameplay and mm -hmm. mechanics. I mm -hmm. think about tech and graphics, and I think about story, and I think about these publishers trying to excel at every single one of these things to make to make a cohesive product that is that's appealing on a wild scale that that to me is what triple a is right so when you add that extra a for what microsoft is talking about to me for microsoft that signifies service mm. i think for me you're scaring them though solve you say service you're scaring I, them i have a very hard time believing that microsoft is going to do any sort of game moving forward that doesn't incorporate some level of service wow wait wait so are you saying are you saying no single player though no i'm not saying no single player are i'm just saying me? they're going to incorporate service in some way shape or form mm -hmm. i think i think by what phyllis said there's a dedication to bringing those types of games what we consider you know the god of wars the, the playstation uh sort of uh blueprint i think mm -hmm. that's coming but i think those games are coming with the addition of some sort of service model. I think that's mm -hmm. Microsoft's lane. Mm -hmm. I don't see them abandoning that. So when they say quadruple A, that last A for me means services. Mm, okay, fair enough. Shout out to uh, Sam Tobin in the chat, just dropping knowledge. He, he's thinking that the studio is also going to be in charge of incubating other new studios. He's also saying that the triple A, I mean the quadruple A, also uh, kind of doubling down on what Bloody was talking about in reference to um, just the amount of investment 
you know, that's going in, you know, as far as that. So let's get it to the king. You know what I'm saying? This is his Lord and Savior. <laughs> Phil work, I, I, working I, I, in mysterious I, I, ways. His man. <laughs> this is this 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 is what I got to say about it. Um, being that they're gonna put it in Santa Monica, hopefully they put it right next to Sony Studios. Oh and, my god! And, they um, got osmosis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen, my my. Listen, I don't care. They work. Let let some of that stuff rub off on them. All right? oh, okay. Um, oh, you want you want the greatness to rub off? Yeah, I, I want them to sit right next to them. I want them to eat the same foods that they eat. I want them to watch. Wait, wait that's not like a Fortnite situation. Listen. Listen, I want them, yeah, I want them to PUBG that Fortnite. I want them to do that situation. But this is what the last A stands for me. Yeah. It stands for a surveillance drone um, up in the sky, <laughs> making sure that they copy off of their paper. Because apparently these dudes got the answers and you don't. So I don't care how many A's you put in there. You could put a, uh, eight A's. I don't care how many A's you hit. Like, like Lord Fuzzarelli said, could we get three A's? I don't care how many A's you get. Could we get one A? Let's, 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 let's start let's get, off with yeah, one A. And then, and then we can get two A's and we can get three. So when somebody yells out there, yo, we got four A's. Shut up. Check your face up and, and stop Stop it. Stop it right now. Listen, you don't even got a body on your cracking. So listen. I'm dead. Let's keep it. Let's keep it funky. You guys, <laughs> listen, man. This is this is that's the problem. I don't know who wrote that there. I think he made a mistake. He probably didn't understand. It was, was Triple A Studio. I, I know, and I know he. I know, I know, you know? the dude. It's, it's not right. It's not right. You shouldn't have said that. You shouldn't hey. have said that. That's the problem. <laughs> yeah, if, if this was Sony and they said quadruple A, it would it would be a pasto. It would it would be swallowed much easier for for people because they do good games. And, and <laughs> <laughs> Yo, shout out to Slowbo. He said the cracking it cracking is a one A product. I'm dead. Hey, Yo, know, you know what? And I cannot take nothing away from that comment. That comment is validated in your opinion. This is true. That's the thing. Sorry, I mean, can you think of this generation. Uh, can, can you name me a game on the Xbox that's that's uh, an exclusive game that you'll remember from this gen? I like Gears. I wouldn't say. I but it's right. not. Right. Son of Rome really was a surprise for me. But it's not. Yeah, yeah but that bar is kind of low for us to even be saying. Oh, <laughs> come on now. No, I love Rock. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> Bloody, I'm, with I'm you. talking about ten years down the line. You're not going to remember this gen of uh, the Xbox for this generation. You're not. Mm, mm. Dropping, you dropping some, maybe some. I might, I might remember for my love of PUBG and chicken dinner. <laughs> <laughs> that was I, good. I, I'm, I, I can't, I can't front. I might really love that. Let's take, let's take me, uh, to the last. Let's do this last, last one. Let's minute. do it. Let's get out of here. Oh, uh, Days Gone has released, and uh, some footage. Game Informer has some great footage up. Said it released. Well, not released. I, I apologize. Oh, You're correct. You're correct. Brother, you did not release. You was You're about correct. to make. You was about to see me run up out of here <laughs> and fault. pay for it right now on my PlayStation. <laughs> this conversation <laughs> was over. <laughs> preview information. At least. Oh, I apologize. Oh. Yeah. So to give some backstory about what's going on. I just want to get bring this to the round table. Have anyone got a chance to uh, check out any of the footage? Um, let's give it to uh, Bloody. Oh, have you got a chance to see anything on Days Gone? Did the title interest you? Has it never interest I, you? It, I've been very touch and go with 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 Days Gone. It does look interesting. I did. I when mm. they first announced it, and it looked very you know World War Z. You know, yes, hundreds of, of 
zombies just chasing mm-hmm. the dude and you, you see him just kind of running through that uh lumber yard trying to escape and then kind of get stuck at the top and they're just flooding i thought mm-hmm. that was an awesome concept and now mm-hmm. they're they're they still have some of that but mm-hmm. you know they're really going down into the story of the main character and um you know i watched some of the footage it looks mm-hmm. it looks good it, it mm-hmm. does still definitely show its flaws i do know it was it was an alpha footage you know mm-hmm. the the frame rate and all that kind of stuff i wasn't too bothered about I'm, I want to see more of the direction and and mm-hmm. kind of get more out of what they're what they're gonna do with it. It mm-hmm. does it does hold my attention right now, right. but it it is also gonna be comparing and and fighting with that that you know zombie aspect, especially with World War Z having mm-hmm. been being made an official game, having that same kind of style zombies, but as they're called, I believe they're called freakers and and days <laughs> gone, which mm-hmm. is one of those things that I'm just like all, all right then. But you know, to each their own. <laughs> but you know, it, it is going to be in a in, in a, a weird spot. But you know, people say that they're tired of of zombies. But you know, each each game sometimes each game comes out. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it keeps coming out. But I mean, zombies are one of those things that are kind of you know iconic, and mm-hmm. each game kind of does them differently. Mm-hmm. You know, Left 4 Dead did them very well, and a lot of people remember Left 4 Dead. Zeta mm-hmm. Kay's doing it in a very Speaking of which, did you feel the timing of their Days Gone's announcement was kind of interesting once the State of Decay? Oh, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I I know exactly. You know, GameSpot did that right there, you know. But Mm -hmm. we're not going to go into that. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, I'm going to keep an eye on Days Gone and see see what Mm -hmm. they do with it. I believe that's one of the games that they are stating that they're going to show off at E3. So we're Mm -hmm. all going to get to see it live. No doubt. Kind of see how that goes from there. No doubt, Lord Fonzarelli. What days gone? Any interest? I know you're a uh, zombie guy. But I'll just you... say that, that that days gone uh, hour footage did no justice. You know, it didn't, mm. didn't do anything for me. It, it actually made me think. You know, why'd they even show this stuff? Whoa! This, this is alpha footage. Like, what's the point? I see. I've never understood why they want to put like their worst foot forward these devs sometimes they'll release <laughs> gameplay and say oh but this is really really old Damn. you know why would you do that uh, mm-hmm. to me it's, it does a disservice to your product and um i, I just thought it, it didn't look well polished at all and and it had some you know jank to it here and there and th- the game itself i'm still not hooked on this game i mean there's mm-hmm. something about it that's too it screams too much last of us but without mm-hmm. the heart in the in the story there mm-hmm. um and so, so and i think that's why they released it sort of early you know mm-hmm. showing it anyway because they know at d3 stacked up against the last of us 2 it's not going to do well at all yeah, it wasn't mentioned as part of the four i thought that was interesting and it won't be and i, I don't think it's going to be a main focus and that's the reason why they let game informer take it here mm-hmm. i thought um, it was game spot no, game of no, game of has it. Yeah. And, oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. And as far as uh, zo- the zombie genre, for me, it's still state of decay all the way. Oh, the, survivalist, the survivalist aspect, the mm-hmm. RPG elements, it's got everything going for it. Mm-hmm. No doubt. Lost off, days going. I'm very curious. You're the single player selfish experience. I usually try not to watch a lot of footage of these games beforehand, especially not an hour of footage, but I, I did watch this because I, I sort of feel the same way that Fonz does and, 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 and Nux does, where it's like, mm-hmm. uh, what is this game? What is it trying mm-hmm. to be? It fits mm-hmm. that Sony mold perfectly from an aesthetic point of view, but where's the heart of this game, right? And after seeing that footage, <laughs> like, to me, it, it just feels like sort of an amalgam of, of gameplay systems from games like State of Decay, 
um, mm-hmm. The Last of Us, even mm-hmm. Far Cry, you know, like with the with the crafting mm-hmm. and the survival aspects of it, the open mm-hmm. world aspects of it. Like it, it's questionable how open the world really is. Mm-hmm. Um, something that I saw was like, well, you're on the motorcycle. They never showed the motorcycle go off road. The motorcycle was always on an actual road. And they always made sure that when you walked off to the side, you were walking. You weren't actually riding. You can't couldn't ride the bike into the middle of the forest to do whatever you wanted. So it seems it seems like it's a limited open world. I don't think it's an open world. Like God of War. They never right. It's right. right, Which is like it's linear wide, right? Where you can do certain stuff, but they're claiming it's an open world, right? Um, Mm -hmm. what other stuff like the. There's only one writer for the game, right? So yeah. it means like the, the that the story's the the vision for the story is unified, right? But mm-hmm. it also seemed like the characters felt a little cookie cutter. Mm-hmm. I like the interactions between mm-hmm. uh, Deacon, uh, which is the best porn name ever, Deacon St. John. <laughs> Deacon St. John, baby. Wow. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> wow. I like the interactions between him and his friend, like at the Weird conversation. <laughs> But King put out the disclaimer. We do not endorse that statement in any form or fashion. You were about to go buy a game right now with Deacon St. John. I mean, uh, the interactions between the two main characters seem cool. They seem they, they seem like very natural. Mm-hmm. Um, but the writing seems a little tropey. You know, this guy is angry, his wife is dead, this, that, and the other. It also seems like they they borrowed a lot of stuff from like Horizon Zero Dawn, mm-hmm. like the, the crafting stuff. Yeah, exactly. All of these Sense. games. Yeah. So it's just to me, it's a matter of how is this game going to differentiate differentiate itself from those other games. I think mm-hmm. some of these developers, you know, they have their own interpretations of open world because right. I think <laughs> yeah, they have an open world. You know, it's not. Open <laughs> it's like happy it's hour. It's like a, a lot of bars got different ideas of happy hour. Shout out to Sam Twenty minutes. You said if you're interested in zombie games that aren't days gone, be sure to check out ticgn.com tomorrow at noon. Lord, it looks like he's gonna have something cooking on that article. Um, Lord King, let's wrap this thing, man. Uh, what you, what uh, you, you know, um, my thing is this, and I, I'm not even gonna mince words with it. And Lord Carnino just said the game came out. Y'all would really <laughs> was going to see my 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 whole screen was gonna go whoop, and I was out of here. <laughs> All right, did that let you know? I did not watch any of this footage. I don't do that. Uh, Sony experiences are exactly what they are. This is what I was talking about before when I said I don't believe Gears of War was actually Gears of War. I actually believe it was another game, and they just slapped Gears of War on top of it through the mythos. They had the stuff set up properly. It could have been easily days gone. It could have had zombies, Kratos zombies, whatever. Mm-hmm. I just feel that... Being that this game doesn't have a big name attached to it, people feel like, oh, you know, what is it about? What's the heart of the game? I, you know, That was crazy when you said that. I wanted to know the heart of the game. I don't care about the heart of the game. The game looks good. I'm going to purchase it because Sony said so. That's a fact. It's a new joint. I'm going to test it. I'm going to see what it does. If, it's, if it pans out, it pans out. If it doesn't, it doesn't. But I have seen so far in this generation and last generation, Sony has taken these one player experiences and fleshed them 
come out for me. And, well, that, and, and, they, but, and they're all been good. I got to interject, though. I got to say, though, the reason why, you know, me and uh, Saul, I think, said the same thing about, you know, no heart to this game so far is right. because in those other games that Sony has put out, they've grabbed us to some degree with these stories in these right, trailers. Right. From and the, the very beginning. You know. Yeah. And mm. and this one has not grabbed me at all yet. What and they this, showed you was the horde of the zombies. Like but, but, it was but, awesome when you saw it. I, I but, thought it was but, awesome. But, but the heart. But but the issue is Sony games with these story narrative games. That's what they rely on most is these story focused games. And and if we don't see that story panning out, you know the, the zombies and stuff. Just uh, you know, I could play K all day. But that's it. But they 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 put out a thousand zombies joint in one joint. Like they, it was like yo, literally when they bust through that wall, there was a thousand zombies. I said I said they really they pushing the engine. They're pushing it. I like all that said though. With all that said though, I'm still purchasing day one. Like when it comes to Sony. <laughs> no, I am like no question. I'm, no, I know you was. I know you was. I'm mm-hmm. super, but when it comes to Sony, there's there's a few things that 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 are impressive here, right? They've let Bend work on this game for God knows how long, right? They've been working on this since after Golden Abyss, masterpiece. Right? Mm-hmm. And so they're gonna let them take the time to, to make the game what they want it to be. And even if the first outing of this game isn't a God mm-hmm. of War, ten of ten, or whatever. They're gonna probably allow them to make another one, mm-hmm. and this is what this has been the mo for years already. Stick with people. So regardless <laughs> to what, regardless to what, I, I see this being the start of something, regardless no of how the first one pans out. No doubt. I'm gonna finish it up because Sinister's hitting us with the wrap it up, B. Wrap it up, B. You gotta give people their, you got, their money's worth. Man. You gotta you, you gotta pay for that wrap it up. Uh, Jay Fox really he paid for wrap it up, oh, and we cut that. I'll end it, man. I'll end it. Yeah, listen, I, I saw it. I've I've had medium to medium interest in Days Gone since we saw it. Shout out the attic. We went, you know, behind the seat with Ben Studio, and you know, got a chance to see some behind the scenes on it, and it looks cool. You know, it looks cool. Um, you know, I I agree with King. I did kind of thought the zombie horde mechanic was interesting. You know, I, I just like the dynamic between using the horde against enemies as well. Oh, I thought that was thought that was kind of interesting. Uh, you know, I'm not saying it's the most unique thing I've ever seen. No, I, I guess for me, it's playing. On, I'm a huge Sons of Anarchy fan, so for whatever reason, like Deacon <laughs> is uh, the, the character that whole reminds me of the whole dude. What's his name from um, the leader? Uh, so, uh, you know uh, what I'm talking uh, about. I thought you was going to the the porn name. No, 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 not that name. Not, not, <laughs> the, just the uh, I forgot homie's name because of anarchy. Just from yeah. blanking right now. But anyway, the main character. So you know, we'll see. What I, I mean, I, like I said, what I saw recently was it anything wowing? Oh my god, never seen before. No, and I do agree with Fonz though in the sense that because it's that narrative driven type game. It needs to kind of meet that level, and unfortunately, because the games like God of War right now, the bar is so high. So now we kind of look at everything with the quine eye, with the side eye, like you know, you know, how's your story going to be though? You know, because we just came off the God of War <laughs> experience. So it's too story though, yeah, it's too, it's too familiar to State of Decay. I mean, not State of Decay, Last of Us. It's too mm-hmm. familiar to that. It just. Yeah. Uh, we yep, don't yep. know yet. It might be the horde, though. Yeah. Shout what out to it? Victor Ellison. Yeah, we did answer that the, the Bonnie Ross question, Victor. We 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 had you earlier. You may you may have missed it right after combat. But now I hear what you're saying, Alphonse. You know, and it, time will tell. We will see. 
But that's what we got. Let's uh, wrap this thing up and uh, poll question and do the outros and get out of here. So uh, poll question. When leaks, this is inspired by Jay Fonzarelli. <laughs> when leaks from credible sources are revealed prior to E3, how does this impact your view of the E3 conferences when they go live? The choices are A, love it. I want to know all the leaks, all the plans. B, hate it. Ruins my E3 experience. Or C, you mad because Sony E3 plans are still lit. Those are the <laughs> Is, is there a D? Is there a D? There is no D this week. Oh, no. That is the question. Those are the choices. Please rock the vote. Hit the AOC to the poll. Here it goes on. Lord Fonzarelli, Lord Bloody Knuckles, a pleasure to have you on this Mother's Day. We went extra long. I apologize, but just for you guys to be in the realm, long overdue. Lord Fonzarelli, where can the fine people find you? And first of all, thank you for coming through, man. Oh, dude, my pleasure, man. Anytime you guys want me, I'm like, cool. Sunday mornings, easy for me to get here. Nice. Anyway, um, I, I appreciate it. Uh, you can find me at Jay Fonzarelli on YouTube and Twitter. On YouTube, it's Jay, then space Fonzarelli. For some reason, it just, that's the way it is. Yeah, it's hard finding you on YouTube. I had to put that space. <laughs> yeah, put space, I pop up. But yeah. uh, anyway, um, and other than that, you can find me on RDX on Tuesdays, 5, yep. uh, 8 p.m. Eastern time. On Yep. And also, um, I'm no longer on the uh, Saltiest podcast, but follow them Thursdays on Saltiest Gaming's channel. They do a great podcast there. Absolutely. Shout out to the Salt, Irrelevant, all the crew. You know what I'm saying? I love that podcast. Great podcast. No doubt. And first of all, also, Lord Defonce, thank you so much for indulging us in combat sports. We had a few. We had maybe one or two haters in the chat that way. <laughs> but but, but I, I think those was plants. Um, those were plants. There was, some talk, there was some talk behind the scenes, and I believe that they was planted in the crowd. They was paid hecklers. <laughs> um, I don't listen to y'all. Yeah, but I always appreciate oh, you um, through. Yeah, uh, I, I I think that uh, somebody in the chat wants uh, an outro by Captain Neutral. Oh, yes. Let's get Captain Neutral. Come on. I am Captain Neutral. <laughs> and I send this message to any logical gamers taking refuge among the toxicity of social media. We are here. We yes. Are waiting. Captain Neutral has made it to the realm. I'm proud, man. I never had Captain Neutral in the realm. <laughs> Making good use of that Xbox voice changer, right? <laughs> <laughs> Remember that back in the day? I love that thing. That 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 thing. thing you had women able to play games and not be harassed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's awesome. Yo, shout out to Fuzz once again. The combat sports was lit. Timestamps will go up later for people who haven't watched it live. If you have an issue. <laughs> shout out to Lord Kaibatsu. Lord Bloody Knuckles making his debut in the run with that passionate destiny too. Oh, like me. <laughs> he had me in my feelings and I'm like wait a minute but he's kind of saying the right things though <laughs> <laughs> love bloody man absolute pleasure where can the fine people find you man everyone can find me on twitter at bloody knuckles the o's are zeros the e's are threes of course they can find us on my show every saturday the smash Ooh. podcast yes you know what saturdays up. what time plug plug it sir we, we go on 2 30 central sometimes we go a little bit later depending on our guests because we do want to accommodate <laughs> to everyone so just been looking out for it and especially if you missed yesterday's episode check it out we did go into it there was some good stuff but two weeks ago, you have to see the, our spoiler cast on. That's King. 
We did three and a half hours. I'm telling you, three and a oh, half sounds hours. Like today. Yeah. <laughs> but here's the thing is we didn't even know it went three and a half hours. We we're just going off. And King David came out there with us. We had the homie. Jamie yeah. Moran, UK, he was on there with oh, us. Jamie Moran was on? Yep. Yeah. Jamie Moran was oh, out there with us. Sad. We had we had 108 Dragons TV with us for a little bit. It was a good, it was a good show, just real passionate. It was actually one of our highest viewed videos hitting over a hundred. So please check it out. We're closing in on a hundred subs. Woo! Help that man out, man. He, but yeah. Love what but, you're doing yeah. out here, man. Thanks, man. But I'm, I'm so glad you reached out, Cognito. Like I said, ever since I sat with with you and King David on mm -hmm. on Saltiest Gaming, you know, loved the guys. I started trying to catch in when I can. Me, you've heard me go in about Destiny, so I knew yes. you were just waiting for this. You know, I had to grab you for this topic. You know one thing about me and the Lords, like even when people disagree with me or we have different viewpoints, I respect educated opinions exactly. and. One thing is, I always tend to have like this guy's passionate. He knows what he's talking about, though, and it's it's great to have those debates. And it's one thing we 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 welcome in the Lords, but in the realm, you know, even if we are on different sides of the fence, it's to come in there and talk and to understand perspective. And exactly. that's definitely why I appreciate you. And I had to have you on. I wore my kind. Yeah. It was yeah. gonna be lit. I know, and I and I appreciate that because that's what I've always said is is it doesn't matter. Any of the mm -hmm. console were nonsense. We we clown around with each other, but the mm -hmm. thing is, at the end of the day, we're all gamers. You know, Facts. we're all family. We're we're mm -hmm. a community. We have to get past that. If we want gaming to grow and continue mm -hmm. to grow, you have to have discussions. You can't go vitriolic yes. on any side. You have to be able to talk openly and see the the good mm -hmm. and bad on both sides. Absolutely, man. That's why you're needed in the realm and like what you're doing, man. Lord Brap, you're late. You're just coming in. You're ending. <laughs> <laughs> you missed some good stuff, man. But yeah, absolutely appreciate it, man. Absolutely fantastic discussion. Lord Sov, Lord, I had to go. I know he had Mother's Day going on. Lord Sov, where can the fine people not find you? <laughs> Hopefully, first of all, big shout out to Bloody Nugs and, and Fonz, man. You guys are fantastic. That mm -hmm. was it. I asked, I asked uh, Cognito this morning, like, who's going to be on? He was like, oh, you see, you see. <laughs> fantastic having you guys on. Um, mm -hmm. As for me, uh, you can not find me at Lord5IOP on Twitter and BX Sovereign on PSN and Xbox Live. Um, hopefully this week, it's been two weeks since I've been able to touch God of War. I've been on the same Valkyrie fight for two weeks. Wow. I'm trying to get some God of War in. So we'll see if that happens. No doubt. Lord King bringing that energy, that Convoy Sports <laughs> energy. You know what I'm saying? I gotta say this, man. Shout out to the special guests, Jay Fonzarelli and Bloody Knuckles. Let me tell you something. I had my cake and ate it too today. This is what <laughs> happened. This is what happened. Because with the combat sports, I'm so happy that he saw the Lomachenko fight, and I definitely saw uh, some of the yeah. UFC. So I love when he comes through. And nice. I love, I, I link him in every tweet that I put out that has anything to do with combat sports because his love for combat sports shines through. Nice. So Thank you for saying that. Thank you for saying that. that because, Man. Lord Fonzarelli, I'm going to be honest with you, like you inspired us to continue to do it because we were kind of unsure. We, you know, it's something that we always done. 
Hey, and hey, I love listening to sport, this combat sports talk. So, you know, when you guys were doing it, I was surprised I, when I first heard you guys doing that. I was like, yes, finally, I get to hear somebody that, that knows what they're talking about. And it's fun and engaging. It's it's awesome what you do. Facts. And and, for, and like I said, for the community that loves it, we really appreciate it. For those who are on the fence, we appreciate you respecting the timestamps. <laughs> so you can always, you know, if that's not your thing, you, you just go right on to the it, next it's, it's everybody thing. Those are plants that was put here today i don't listen to that that washes over my back because let me tell you something if you know nothing about combat sports you understand my enthusiasm and if you can ride with me all the way through you'll definitely ride to the end check this out though bloody knuckles i'm going to tell you something you kind of scared me with the white hand gloves that you had on with nintendo <laughs> and you was juggling them so nicely like little water when you got definitely to the <laughs> but when you got to that destiny topic that was real bloody, bloody knuckles I felt the passion. I felt it like I felt it that day on the Smash podcast. I'm going to tell you right now, brother, like I told you before, anytime you want me there, I'm there. I love everything about this show today. It was mm -hmm. fantastic. You guys can catch me everywhere. You know where it is. Mm -hmm. But I'm going to tell you those T-shirts is going to be two weeks out then I'm going to put up the link so everybody can pre-order. I know you're hitting me. My DMs is going crazy. The shirts will be out. We'll be five colors, and we will have those sizes for the big plus guys. Yes, absolutely. And the guys. colors for the ladies of the realm, the mothers oh, of the realm, of yes. course. You know, you know shout out to Matriarchs on that. I'm telling you, David, I need to get need to get one of those because I, I want that when we all meet up in E3 Live. That's right. We're going to be out there in LA, man. Fonz, man, you're not that far, so we need to see you do. Oh, yeah, Definitely. <laughs> Drink, drink, we're gonna be in your state, man. But anyway, yeah, the realness has been spread in the realm. Yo, shout out to the chat today, absolutely fantastic. So much fun, so many people. Shout out to Dealer, Brad. Oh, so many faces, man. Still here, man. I still rocking to the very end. Much appreciated again for those who are interested in the destiny scene. Flashpoint number 14 with my man Ebontis on the eve of the war mine. It was up. You can talk about we can talk about that and get into all that if you want a deeper dive. Just stay away from bloody. You know he might he might hate on it. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but much appreciated. You know shout out to everyone. You know and also shout out to Lord Kaibatsu. The audio will be up with timestamps later on today. And make sure you hit the like and subscribe to all the inner circle media outlets. Multiverse will be tomorrow. Sam Tober has an article going up on TCIGN.com. Also shout out to the affiliates. Brap um four guys with quarters. Um, NLG, all our brethren under the tick banner, much appreciated. And we're gonna have a very, very special show next week. We're gonna start our prediction series, and Nintendo will be up. So it Ooh, is going to be interesting. So yeah, make sure you're in the <laughs> pocket. You got some big guests. It's gonna be like a little Switch Gang mob boss kind of feel. That's what we're going for. So please do that. Everybody enjoy your Mother's Day. Anybody got anything to say before we get out of here? Yeah, get your friend codes out for next week. Exchanging Last thing I want to plug real quick is definitely check it. check our channel because we have yes. a couple videos that we're putting up. We're trying to expand. Neth actually just made two going in about Venom. So if Ooh. you're looking at that, you want to see those as well as I'm actually going to be posting up. Anime reviews and stuff like that here nice. soon. What's the, channel name? What's the channel name? Come on now. Come on, Bloody Knuckles Smash Podcast. Look it up. Come on. No doubt. All right. Now, nope. We're ending it. Everyone enjoy their Sunday and happy Mother's Day.